tremendous jaw pressure. It sheared cleanly through bone in places. You know, I don't know anything that could do that. Well, maybe it's a new kind of species, you know? Uh, something that never existed before. Like a mutant strain or genetic engineering? Yeah, I guess. Anybody doing stuff to fish? The Army was, but that was several years ago. Hmm. They developed a sort of killer fish to screw up the rivers in Vietnam. Apocalypse 2. And 3 and 4. They escaped from their tank and killed a lot of civilians. Maybe it's the same fish. No. They were experimenting with a freshwater fish, something from the piranha family, I think. Sarasalamus or, or whatever it was. It couldn't live in the ocean. Piranha? Well, they changed it a little, made it nastier. What the hell you been reading? You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 145. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we're taking a look at a notoriously bad film and asking, does it deserve its bad reputation? Today's episode is... Bad Brew, Piranha 2, The Spawning. It's almost like a rap song. Bad Brew, Piranha 2, The Spawning. Whoop, whoop. That, that's deeper, bluer. <laughs> John's head is like a shark's head. <laughs> oh, boy. If only he were here to if hear I, that. If uh, only were, yes, indeed. Oh, he's not here. Let's talk all bad about him. Fucking John. Fucking this this fucking guy over here. <laughs> so John's couching it. John's on the couch. I hear he sucks at delivering the mail. <laughs> oh, wait, oh wait, John's here. Oh sorry. <laughs> so John's on the couch. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Justin. And uh, yeah, today um, today today we have a doozy of an episode. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's it is indeed uh, deeper, bluer, uh, and deeper. Uh, oh wait, there's no more to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's deeper, bluer. Deeper, tour. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, we took a look at uh, probably the greatest James Cameron film of mm, all time. Yes, I think that yeah, that's. I think we're all in accurate, agreement on that. An yeah. Accurate description, I believe. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> John, you can talk. You know. Also, don't post <laughs> that until we look at it because <laughs> this is this is bad. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, James Cameron. You, yeah. all, you all know him. You all love him. Avatar was just meh. Avatar was meh. Titanic was meh. Nah. Terminator was like meh. Nah. T2 was even more meh. Yeah. Now Piranha 2. The Piranha spawning. 2 The Spawning is <laughs> his opus magnum. Mm. If if I if I may be so bold. <laughs> you you may. You may be so bold. <laughs> uh, before we get to all that, though, how has your guys' week been? So... I saw this dude tweaking out on meth earlier today, right? <laughs> no, you did not. That was me. That was Jay. No, no, I was not tweaking a meth. Did you see a tweaker today? I, I saw a tweaker, and I, we had a conversation, and I told him, he said, when the guy that's not supposed to park in his parking space gets there to let him in his house, and I said, I will do that. Were you guys even around a house? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So where did you see your... Uh... My tweaker? Yeah. I didn't. 
It was I was stealing Jay's. Because <laughs> <That was it. laughs> I, I missed it. I was yelling at our beer wench to get me a beer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's nice. Wench. So, I don't have my cooler tonight by my side, so we've got John the beer wench to get us our beers whenever mm. we want them. See, he has this fancy, <laughs> fancy cooler, which uh, which you bring with ice every time. Yeah. And I'm like, man, how how awesome would it be if we just had something down here that would keep our beers cold, <laughs> like the mini fridge that's six feet away? Nah, no, you don't. Want, you don't that is that. that is a solid twelve feet away. It's a, the mini <laughs> fridge that is twelve feet away. It's far too far too far. You know, what I was thinking about earlier today. You know, when I will know that I've really made it in life is when I have an entire refrigerator in my house dedicated to condiments. I pretty much have that right now. You, you do. I, I would. So you're, I've made it. I've made it. So, so you haven't gone grocery shopping in a while, is what you're saying? No, I have, and I bought it's, all the condiments. Oh, I thought, I thought maybe all you had left was the condiments. It literally is in my fridge right now. Did you finally I, go grocery actually, shopping? No, no, but I did finally empty my fridge out oh. of uh, at, the, at the house. Yeah. I'm not going grocery shopping because what's the fucking point? I'm moving, so I'm not uh, going to want to move a bunch of food over. The fucking point is your friends keep coming over to watch movies and stuff, and we go into your fridge to snack on something. And there's I nothing have, there. I have Except a lot for of, a two-week-old piece of Hungry Howie's pizza. Which was delicious. I ate it yesterday. But oh I, I'll have you know that I have delicious ribs in my fridge right now. Ah, courtesy of yes truly. <laughs> he comes over and brings me like a burger and some ribs yesterday. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, I was going over to his house and I'm like, I know this kid's never got food in his house. So I was like, have you eaten yet? In fairness, I don't even have a plate in my house right now. So... Come on, I, give me, I, cut me some slack here. I biked over to his place with a like a, a full like soft sided cooler full of food for him. <laughs> I'm the best friend you've ever had. Admit it, <laughs> neighbors. Oh, by the way, we had an awesome neighborly moment today. <laughs> we crossed <laughs> we crossed each other's paths. Me and John going down the street opposite ways, and we we were the neighbors who stopped in the middle of the street and had a conversation from car to car. <laughs> I've always hated those people, and now I've become what I hate. See, this makes this makes sense for you, though, because that's full dad mode. John, on the other hand, though, he I think he's practicing. No, no. That's, I think that's what's going on. That's half dad mode. <laughs> we'll see this, this is full dad mode. My, my <laughs> iPad cover is full dad mode. It is a beautiful big pink butterfly. Is that Velociraptor? Uh, no. 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 No, be. Velociraptor has not reached his full potential yet. Oh. He's on his way, though. He's on? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What were you going to say, Jay? Well, I was going to say, if I ever see you driving at me in the street, you're going to slow down to wait, and I'm just going to look at you and just drive right past. <laughs> I'm not I'm not becoming that with Pro- you. Probably a good idea, because the only place you and I would cross paths would be, like, Grossbeck, like, on a busy <laughs> freeway. <laughs> Stop on the freeway. <laughs> hey, Jay! <laughs> Let's do it! Dude, you're coming for a while. Oh, my God. Bum, 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 bum. I gotta, I gotta get a ride in that Mustang, by the way, man. Yeah, man. It looks sexy. Let's go now. Show's <laughs> over. Your, uh, your, your wife sent us a picture of you just looking like a, just stud. a stud in your yeah. Mustang the other day, and He's I said, "Lady killer, man." I said, "I said, how can it be that you're vegan, but you look like you're about to slay every cougar in town?" <laughs> <laughs> just do what uh, I do, man. That's all. Speaking of cougars, mm. we saw some cougars this past week. We did. Oh, yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah. So, hey, uh, good segue. Right? Right? You know what's... <clears throat> we Is do there th- more to that story? <laughs> <laughs> you just stop, and then James starts talking about something. <clears throat> well, it's because I, I brought I brought uh, attention to the segue. We do that. Like, you know how you shouldn't explain a joke, but we do. Oh, Most, no. Mostly no, I... you do. Like, you'll say a joke and then explain it. Every time there's a good segue, I have to bring attention to it, which completely kills the segue. Nah good segue no no you just lean into it <laughs> i want 
starts. <laughs> Segway scooter. <laughs> I, well, I, I was going to say, on. come it, on, it was good. I, of I, course, I, the mailman got it. <laughs> I, I saw a, a pedestrian. <laughs> I saw a pedestrian driving a Segway over the weekend. Yeah. And I want to do that from now on. Be like, every time he passes by, I'd be like, nice Segway. And he won't get it because he's thinking I'm complimenting his thing, but I'm just reiterating what we do. <laughs> It's like the total opposite. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, we went we had our zoo trip this past week. That's mm-hmm. why we uh, recorded a day early last week. Yeah, our uh, our yearly drive down to the Toledo Zoo, get just completely shammered and look which, at the animals. Which is a sensitive subject around these parts because <laughs> we don't invite anybody else. But he was invited. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely don't. Four know. hours before you were leaving, we, we we did invite Justin because uh, who dropped? Oh, Jen. Jen, Jen, Jen dropped, dropped out. out, you know, because she's got babies and stuff now. So, mm. but uh, just one, not two yet. It was, ma'am. Uh, I would I will take I would take another I would take another trip down to the Toledo Zoo this year with all y'all. I don't fucking want to go. I would invite you guys to do the just so that you could see well first of all I want to go do the ropes course yeah. because it looks awesome. They have a they have an obstacle they have an obstacle course. No, 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 no. We were going to this year. <clears throat> they have like this obstacle course thing where it's like zip lining and then like climbing up stuff and it's like way up in like, the like treetops. It's like 50 60 feet in the air. It's, it's pretty a sweet. It's a 3 hour course. Yeah. We didn't realize how long they it was. They have one at Stony, right? Yeah, right. They do? Yeah. Oh, do they? Oh, well, let's just go do that. <laughs> we don't have to do drive that. all the way down to Toledo. Then. John, you and I, bud, we're going to take a trip to the Toledo Zoo, and we're going to do this ropes course and not invite any of them. Hey, you guys. hey come on. That's rude, you <laughs> I'll guys. I'll invite you when we're leaving. Be like, hey, we're going here right now. I know you, In the Mustang. You, you don't have any kid options and stuff. You just pawn them off on someone. Hey, John, remember when you said you weren't going to talk? <laughs> jokes, Shut up. Joke's on you. I still have my, my, uh, my baby carrier. So I can just strap them to my chest, and, and they can come and do along. the ropes course. Yeah, exactly. chest bump. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But uh, yeah, no, that was fun though. We um, yeah, it was a good we time. We successfully got drunk. We successfully saw two cougars. Oh yeah. Successfully saw. Listen, the 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 wildlife was in full force at the zoo, at uh, on uh, on Wednesday. Is all I'm saying. Are you full force? Yeah, the wildlife. The the, yeah. the wildlife. The wildlife. Wink, wink. People yeah. can't see that I'm winking. Yeah, Mike was. Mike <laughs> had his tongue hanging out of his mouth the entire day. Listen, like it, it must have been milf day at the zoo because, because <laughs> for fuck's sake. Because <laughs> <laughs> my wife was there. Eh, she, right? doesn't, she doesn't count. Okay. She doesn't count. She's <laughs> she's your wife. She's like complete anti poon. You know whatever. <laughs> like she, she doesn't count. But. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, it was a good trip. It was a good yeah, time. Yeah, it was so, fun. Uh, so yeah, that, that was basically our week. Yeah, pretty much. Other than that, just like moving Mike into his new place, and I can't wait for it to be over, man. I'm so I'm so ready to be in like one place. Like, God, moving sucks. Yeah, we're ready for you to be there too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> because you want snacks. We've already been over this. <laughs> Speaking of moving, where do we move on into next in our oh, order? Of things we say, look at that segue, guys. Uh, nice segue, nice dude. motorized scooter. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get into some corrections. Stupid! You're so stupid! Uh, so the first uh, correction comes via our good friend Chris Jordan. Uh, Chris, who finally actually listens to our show, uh, <laughs> thanks in part to uh, his friend Kelly, who is an avid listener to mm. uh, to the show. Uh, she came to town a couple of weeks ago, and uh, 
Uh, they ended up going to some like movie stores, and she ended up buying a bunch of shit, too much to bring on the plane back. <laughs> so he drove her back to New York <laughs> instead of her flying back because oh, she had that so was much nice shit. Wow! And uh, so she basically forced him to listen to like three of our episodes. And uh, what turn- did he think? It turns out he loved it. Did he? I mean, what's not to love? Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, John, I'm sucking my own dick. Thank you. Um, <laughs> But no, uh, he ended up loving it. He's been listening to a lot of them. If uh, only, man. <laughs> uh, he's been listening to a lot of them since. Uh, that being said, we didn't need a guy like him to correct us on this because we're just stupid. Okay. Uh, it was Margot Kidder, not Margot Robbie, in Black Christmas, <laughs> the original. <laughs> Did we say Margot Robbie? Oh, <laughs> we my said God. Margot Robbie about 10 times. <laughs> oh, shit. Well. But Margot Kidder. Yes. She was pretty fine back then. Just saying. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding. You gotta be kidding. Um, I didn't actually look up what movie this was. The Power of Christ Compels You. It, I, it, I do remember that it was a uh, it was a movie from like a Jesus camp. Saved. Is that what it was called? Remember a movie called Saved? What was the context? Because that that line there's has like been used in girls, a lot of there's, movies. There's like two girls that are walking around. One of them's like a Jesus freak or whatever, and like she has the Bible and she's like, "The power of Christ compels you," and she throws the Bible at the other girl. Oh. I want to say it was from a movie called Saved. That yeah. could be a correction. Jennifer, Jenner, Jenna Malone was in it. I'm pretty sure yeah, she was. No, the, yeah, I pretty think sure right she was the that. one that did it. So yeah, don't, um, don't that's do an cor- off the cuff correction. No, I was going to say, don't do corrections unless you've actually looked up the right answer. Um, and then also, um, Chris actually did point out that when I was talking about uh, Ghostbusters last week, I made it sound as though there was like some news that they were actually retconning Ghostbusters too. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually mean to make it sound that way because we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, it was more just it would suck if they did that because that seems to be the the popular thing in Hollywood is to retcon everything. After the first movie, yeah, and I was more just saying that it would suck to do that because you would miss out on Vigo and you know uh, and Gozer and all. Not Gozer, uh, not Gozer. Uh, Come on, man. What's his name? Like I, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. What's his name? Um, Yano, Yano, Yanosh, Yanosh. Yeah, Uh, I was saying it would it would suck to to miss out on all those. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want anyone to think that they actually said they were retconning too because that's not a thing. But uh, yeah, that is that's all I got. That's it. That's all. All right. Uh, so this week, as we as we uh, said before, we are doing a bad brew episode. Which, of course, our bad brew episodes are: we take a uh, a movie that is sort of universally panned by mm-hmm. critics and and sometimes fans alike, and we decide whether or not, uh, through our own eyes, if they are deserving of all the hate. Because not all that we of, get, the, not that they all get. of them are. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not all of them are. Like, we uh, got to keep John around more often. Yeah, he look just, at this. He just like, goes, he and, just gets goes our, and gets our beer like, for it's us. It's like full service. Discovers that we're not recording. <laughs> <laughs> that may be just a bad <laughs> Sometimes you have the punch out set in still. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so this week we are talking about Prana 2, The Spawning, mm-hmm. directed by uh, uh, James Cameron. Oh, yes. I need to here stall for a second because I'm looking this up because I didn't realize there was nothing on the can. I'm so stalling. Oh. I'm stalling. <laughs> well, let's talk about the spawning for a second here. It has a six uh, percent on the Rotten Tomato meter. Really? Six percent. I'm surprised you got that. My God. Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean who know? What nothing. did we think of this movie? Um, <laughs> has an audience score of a whopping eleven percent. Uh, well, that's uh, probably for the version that we watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But um, yeah, so the so universally panned. This movie has not been fared very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how we thought about it. See if there's anything redeeming about it. Um, I'll tell you this. I think it deserves more than a six percent. I would agree. I'll give it. We'll, I'll, get, we'll, get, we'll into get into that yes, more we'll later. Into later. So uh, so this is BJ's Piranha Pale Ale. 
And Mike made a little special trip to get this today I, because I had to. I had to. He go. was all over the state. And the beer is almost a six percent because it's a five point seven. <laughs> what? It's, oh, it's also a six percent because of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh, uh, okay. See, my my short term memory is yeah. that of a piranha. So. I had to. <laughs> I had to. Uh, I had to 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 bare my soul and uh, dig deep and. Um, I had to I had to go to BJ Town to mm. get this to get this beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was yeah. not easy. Yeah, my knees hurt. Yeah, understandable. And, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're a better man because of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm something because of it. <laughs> All right. So this is BJ's Piranha Pale Ale. This hoppy ale is dry hopped with the snappy flavor and the bite of Cascade hops for hop heads only. American Pale Ale, hoppy, bitter, citrusy, floral, and crisp. It is 5.7, almost 6 on the alcohol by volume scale. It's a bitterness of 40 IBUs. And here's a little fun fact. Did you know we even add hops to Piranha Pale Ale after fermentation in a technique known as dry hopping, which gives this beer a florally citrusy flavor? Is florally a word? It is now. Did you really? Did you pay five fifty for this six pack? Uh, no, it was like ten bucks. Oh, okay, because it says five fifty on their website. So uh-huh. you got, <laughs> you got boned. No, uh, no, well, in the <clears throat> mouth it was a BJ. Um, <laughs> it's like a bunch of piranhas <laughs> coming after his wallet. Um, but yeah, no, they uh, they built it. They just opened the BJ's though uh, in Sterling Heights, which is about twenty five minutes from here, I'd say. Mm-hmm. At, uh, so I made the trip out there, and this was one of the rare times. Sterling Heights. The far drive of Sterling Heights, which is like three miles away. <laughs> yeah, from here, not from my house. All right, let's give it a try, boys. It's nowhere near as hot forward as they make it out to be. At all. That doesn't even taste like a pale ale. It tastes like a red. I don't even get the bite. There's It It tastes like a red, doesn't yeah. it? That's what I I got to be honest with you. I think the art on the can is better than the beer. <laughs> I think they mistakenly put the wrong beer in the can. Yeah, this is not beer, a, this, this is, beer is about as good as the movie. This is, <laughs> this is not a great beer, guys. No, this is actually quite terrible. It's, I'm, uh, I'm really let down. Actually. actually, the beer isn't bad. I don't mind the beer, but it, it's not what I was expecting. Well, I guess that's what. Yeah, I should. I agree with you there. Like, it doesn't taste the way you they described it. But it's not. It doesn't taste terrible. No, there's more of a bite in my Bud Light. Well. Hey, of course. Get this guy a fucking natter day. <laughs> natter day. Natter day. Natter day. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there really, there's no bite to this whatsoever. Yeah. Which is shocking, uh, being that it's called piranha. Mm. It's small nibbles. It's, it's uh, small. Yeah, that's, mm. that's what Maybe it is. Maybe they're old piranhas and they have no more teeth and they're just Maybe gumming they, you. <laughs> they just flew away. <laughs> Weird. Okay. That's, right. that's a bit of a letdown. Your taste buds are being gummed to death. <laughs> I was really hoping that this was going to be better than this. Okay. Well, it's not, Mike. So that's that's that's, that's what that's we said. Theme. At, that's, that's what we said the at the end of Piranha Two: The Spawning. I was really hoping this was going to be better than this. After we killed the twelve pack in Modelo. Um. Anyway, though, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Though, um, I don't know. I, I, I forget what I was going to say. Not, not a mind reader. Oh, this was one of those one of those rare times where I looked up online and I I, I typed in Piranha Beer just to see if there was anything that I recognized, mm-hmm. and this came up, and I go, oh my god, that's a perfect beer for the episode. Of course, it's going to be in you know shithole Louisiana or Rhode Island. Hey or, man, no, no, not like not the whole town. Just like there's literally a town called Shithole, Louisiana. Oh. Um, but <laughs> Chateau, my Chateau, Chateau. 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 Um, and so I clicked on it though, and I and I saw BJ's 
uh, wrong link. You were I on saw the wrong BJ's site, lo- dude. Uh, I clicked on it and I saw BJ's. Well, and I go, wait a minute. I know that they just built one of these in Spring Heights. So I clicked on it and sure as shit, it was like the one. It was like the one time where it actually came together for me. Well, damn it, Mike. <laughs> now, was it like the, the southern area of Sterling Heights or by like the Golden Butthole? Of uh, it was by the Golden Butthole. Okay. About, it was about, about a mile, I think, down the road from the Golden Butthole. Mm. Which is the big, like, what, 60 foot ring? Oh they my put God. Up you, have a, you have a BJ's here. You have the Butthole here. What's next? Is there going to be a Twin Peaks coming in? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just waiting for the Golden Butthole. There's an outback because you go out back. Out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> If they well across the street, there's a dicks. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What is this going is on the, here? The city planner in Sterling Heights knows exactly what he's I doing. I want to map these out in the map and see if they all correspond to each other as to where they would actually. Very anatomically I can correct. Tell you exactly where everything is. That's where I grew up. Oh my gosh, oh, that's that is amazing. that's incredible, actually. So, uh... as, and there is a there is a DSW shoe store. I think a little further down where the feet would be. I think there is actually like an <laughs> anatomically an anatomically south. correct like person like <laughs> now now on the same topic just for the same area uh, am I the only one that think it's like just north of Hall Road on on Hayes or Shane or there's that bye bye baby. Which is the uh, just, like like the baby sure. store? Yeah, and all. Yeah. Am I the only one that passes by there and I go bye bye baby? <laughs> <laughs> Where it's, it's it's a different kind of store than what you think it is. <laughs> the kind of store you go to buy something like murder people. Like. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye yeah, baby. Yeah, that's where I go to buy all my murdering supplies. Right next to the Christmas tree store. <laughs> it's 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 a uh, it's it's where you buy Tommy guns when you're uh, when you're a uh, gangster from the twenties. I believe you. Bye bye, baby. <laughs> but my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> oh my god. No, anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's piranha. <clears throat> There's a theme tonight. Yes. Uh, the theme is that just things are are just nowhere near as good as they should be. Yeah. And um, that continues with uh, with your cousin. Well, uh, that seems rude. <laughs> Jeez. I, I I always want to like your cousin. Yeah. I, I can't I can't bring myself to do it. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, James. Well, he's not too fond of you either, so. No oh, good. All right. So uh so anyway, coming up next is uh my <laughs> my beautiful lovely cousin mm. Jimmy Tony from down south and he's back with another review of a Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Mm. So now It's Jimmy Tony's marvelous All right, Jimmy, Tony, yep. you there? Yeah, boys, I'm here. All right, all right. Hi, how, how you doing, Jimmy? Hey, not too bad, not too bad. J. Rodge. What's up, Jimmy Tony, my Miss man? you, brother, my brother from another mother. Uh, oh, damn it, so, boys. Good to hear your voice. You too, man. How's everything been with you? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Just, uh, it's been, it's been hot and rainy down here. It's, uh, it's a wet one, you know what I mean? I mm. feel you there. So, is, that, uh, is that the weather or just the bathroom? Who that? Huh? Is that Michael? Hi, hi, Jimmy. Michael. Oh, you pussy. <laughs> Man, can I tell you, I've been I've been on the line for a few minutes. I've been listening to you boys for the last few minutes here. Michael, I swear to God, you got about as much personality as my left nut. <laughs> <laughs> and my left nut was taken off in a, a tragic sucker spearing accident when I was about 11, so you know. That's tragic, man. <laughs> Never felt more insulted in my entire life. <laughs> what, what, uh, what, what led up to that? I told you, man, it was a tragic sucker spearing accident. I was 11, man. I was full of Jack Daniels and damn 
Who was the uh, who was the sucker? Huh? Who was the sucker? What are you talking about? Was it was it your cousin? I knew it. I knew it. You talking about James? James? I knew it. Just just leave him out of this. <laughs> Damn it, Michael. He's uh J- James won't be on the line here. He's uh once taking his uh bathroom duties while you uh t- taking his break, man. Damn, that boy needs to go see a doctor or something, <laughs> proctologist or something, man. He's, that's rough. Seems like every damn time I'm on the show. <laughs> Something in the beer, man. I don't know. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, what do you what do you, what do we got this week? I believe that you guys watched Captain America: The First Avenger. Ah, uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. That was a good one. I got a feeling this is going to be your favorite because you know America and all that. Hey, you know me, Mike. <laughs> you know me. You might be the type of guy who welcomes unenthusiastic hand jobs, but. Uh, but damn it, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome unenthusiastic hand jobs. That's why. Yeah, just like, just like this the, one's for you, Michael. Just like the kind where you're just sitting and not saying a damn word, but watching Wheel of Fortune while it happens. <laughs> I prefer uh, Family Feud. Oh, Family Feud, Steve Harvey. That's my man right there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, he always, Jimmy Tony always actually confuses his uh, hand jobs with Family Feuds. So that's, you know. <laughs> that's not bad, Mike. That's not bad. You're all right. <laughs> no, you're not. All right, uh, you got uh, you got a minute on the clock, Jimmy Tony. Remember, once you hear that dog, oh, get off my lawn. Them hounds from hell. All right, here we go. Captain America: The First Avenger. Damn it, boys, this is my kind of picture. Mike, you were right. Two hours of Purple Mountains, <laughs> damn majesty, damn amber ways of grain, the stars and stripes stopping them krauts dead in their tracks, making them turn tail. <laughs> Damn Steve Rogers draped from head to toe in the red, white, and blue, shedding blood on the front line. Hey, Steve, don't worry about the blood. You can just throw that uniform in the laundry with the rest of the wash when you get home because you know them colors don't run, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry, fellas. I got a little carried away, carried away there. All right, what else can I say about this movie other than uh, America the Beautiful, right? America yeah. the Damn Beautiful. Where else can you take a skinny little white... This boy is... So damn skinny, you could turn him sideways, have him stick his tongue out, you'd mistake him for a zipper. <laughs> Where else can you take a boy like that and pump him full of shit, experimental serums and vita rays and whatnot, and have him come out looking like a damn Adonis? I, I, I think Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Pretty, pretty sure you can do that in Los Angeles. You can do anything in Los Angeles. <laughs> All right, that sounds about right. Hey, rough, boy, rough, 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 rough. Oh, I, I, I use stopwatch rather than timer, so rough, <laughs> rough, rough. Oh, oh, for God's sake. Well, hey, hey, boys, I'm about... Raccoon back on the porch, man. Hey, what, mama? Raccoon on the porch, man. Damn it, boys, I got to go take care of another raccoon on the porch, so let me let me take you out with a couple of scores here, and uh, we'll be done with it, all right? All right. So we got Red Skull played by damn Hugo Weaving. He gets, mm-hmm. a, he gets a one for being literally worse than Hitler. That's, that's kind of <laughs> his own words in the movie, right? But he also gets a 10 for being able to pull off red and black without looking like a damn 16-year-old girl at a My Chemical Romance show. <laughs> Agent Carter, played by the beautiful Haley Atwell, gets a 10 for being tough as nails. She also gets a $4 million on the Scoville heat scale because that girl is hotter than a goat's ass in a pepper patch. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, Steve Rogers, Cap himself, gets a 50. Anybody know why? Mm, um, One for every star on Old Glory, boys. <laughs> America the Beautiful, damn it. Uh, all right, Jimmy Tony, it sounds like you've got a coon problem to take care of. Yeah, well, sure, yeah, why not? 
I'm out of here, boys. All right. That Later. Was, that was Jimmy Tony, guys. Um, apparently, he liked uh, Captain America. That's what I'm taking from I, it. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, it was a good movie, in all fairness. Oh, yeah. I did enjoy it. James. Yep. Yep. No, I'm here back. He here he is. How did uh, how did everything go? Uh, good. How did everything come out? <laughs> how did everything go for you, man? <laughs> it was uh, it was it was hot. <laughs> I was watching Hot Ones earlier today and eating mm. hot wings at the same time. I I literally cannot watch Hot Ones and not eat hot food right afterwards. I can't do it. Yeah. Like, I have to. I watched the Gordon Ramsay one finally. That, that one sucks. He's too critical. I liked like, it. I it, love Gordon it, Ramsay. I though. like Gordon Ramsay too, but he's almost he's almost too much like. Of his character now, to where it becomes sort of not enjoyable it's to not watch. It's not a character. That's just who he is, dude. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever seen him on uh, MasterChef Junior with the kids? He's mm. a completely different person. Well, yeah, you're not more, gonna... <laughs> more so his real person, I think, though. Uh, that that's just the impression. Well, that I he get, has but... daughters, so like it, you know, he he has a softer side to him. Mm-hmm. But I think when he's actually in his kitchen, like like bossing people around and stuff, he's exactly the way he is in uh, in, in the TV shows. Maybe. But anyway. But... Uh, so yeah, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. That was Jimmy Tony. Mm. Let's get into the bleed feed. All right. All right. Unfortunately, we have to uh, get to start with a little bit of a loss this oh. week. Uh, so rest in peace this week to screenwriter Brian Taggart. Hmm. Uh, Brian Taggart, uh, he passed away at the age of 81 this week. Uh, he leaves behind a huge body of work uh, in the horror genre, uh, most notably for writing uh, Poltergeist 3 oh. and The Omen 4. Nice. Apparently he liked he the back a, end of... He was a sequels kind of guy. He was a sequels kind of guy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did a lot, a lot of other stuff, but those two are probably the most well-known things he, that he had done. In the genre. Anyway, uh, yeah, at least well-known yeah. franchises sure, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, didn't say what he had passed away from, but uh, like I said, he was 81 years old. So uh, rest in peace, Brian Taggart. Yes, sir. Um, okay, so we got to start off this news uh, talking about probably the biggest news uh, in the news, and that is uh, <laughs> a movie called Child's Play. So Child's Play came out this past weekend, mm-hmm. and um, by all accounts, it was actually a really good movie. Um, by most accounts, at least, um, it's a little bit, uh, it, it was a little bit conflictive. I think a lot of people, the general impression that I got is that it's actually like the acting is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. The story's actually pretty good. The gore is really good. Yeah. It just shouldn't have been a child's play movie. Right. That's the general consensus that I've got. Like they basically tried to fit this idea into a box that it just didn't really fit into. Mm-hmm. And that's, if anything, that's why it suffers because it tried to be a child's play when it could have been something so much better. Yeah. It's like, I actually compared it to Godzilla 98. I know, I, I know that's a, that's a weird thing to say, but Godzilla '98 is a good American monster movie. It just never should have been a Godzilla movie. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. it's kind of the same, kind of the same thing in here. Um, now, being that being said, the, since the movie did did well, had a good opening weekend, and it was received rather well. Obviously, there's already talks of a sequel mm-hmm. uh, and then franchising the shit out of it. Did it uh, did it say what they did their opening weekend? Uh, I did not get numbers in the article that I oh, read. Okay. I'm sure you could find it pretty easily. Sure, but. Um, uh, we'll talk about it maybe next week or whatever. But um, like I said, naturally, sequel talks are already in the work. And the uh, director, Lars Cleveberg, uh, uh, he wants to return, uh, saying that he hasn't said everything. He, quote, I haven't said everything I need to say. Hmm. I'm not sure why that would be such an important thing that he needs to say stuff. But eh. oh, I feel like with the AI thing and uh, like mm, tech, just the way tech is nowadays, it's probably 
sort of a social maybe, commentary. Maybe, and... maybe he had a loved, loved one die in a freak iPhone accident. Yeah. So he's got like this vendetta against technology. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he uh, he's also mentions that he'd like to focus more on other characters in the film uh, in a possible sequel, most notably characters called the Buddy Bears. Hmm. Um, I have not seen the movie, so I don't no. know exactly what they are, but from my understanding, there is more than just Chucky that goes haywire towards the end of the movie. Sure. Uh, and if it's giant animatronic bears... Well, it's probably not giant animatronic. I mean, they could better. be. I'm just saying, like carnival bears. They're probably like they're <laughs> called buddy bears. Yes, they're probably very similar to Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But still, yeah, crazy animatronic bears. Oh yeah, it's, so like, many... it's like Chuck E. Cheese gone wild. Like <laughs> the, uh... the the bears from uh, what was what were the, the bear band uh, from that kids like pizza place. Major Magic. Major Magic. That's what it was. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So here's, I grew up in the thumb and I've heard you guys and my wife talk about Major Magics Mm -hmm. before and I have no idea what that is. It it was basically Chuck E. Cheese, only it was a a Caucasian (laughs) magician that that basically had this weird bear band that was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. And it so smelled of seen... awesome pizza. <laughs> it did, and it, it kind of it just had, smelled, it, it too. It had its own smell. Like, its pizza had its own smell. So right <laughs> Road and Romeo Plank. Was it a good smell? <clears throat> it was a good As smell. As a child. But he had, there, like, on stage... As a child, I also thought shitting my diapers probably smelled pretty good. So. <laughs> but it was like some every, of that pudding. Every hour, this full animatronic band would perform. But, like, you know, you ever see the one on YouTube where he does, like, electric feel by... MGMT. Yeah. It's it's those things. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, also, speaking of Child's Play, Bear McCreary, is once again, proving the fact that he is one of the one of the greatest composers working right now. Hold on. That man has an animal's name? <laughs> <laughs> is he a buddy bear? A bu- buddy Bear McCreary. Um, it came to light this week, uh, maybe before this week, but this is when, when I read it, because uh, I believe it's Waxworks. Uh, they're promoting the fact that they're putting out the Child's Play score on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I learned this week is that he composed the entire score of the movie using children's toys. Really, he he bypassed using a standard orchestra and only used like children's toys, such as things like um, uh, p- toy pianos, slinkies, little toy xylophones, rattles, ukuleles, uh, accordions, kazoo's, hurdy gurdies, whatever the fuck that is. And they took that and he married them with like synthesizers and some strings and stuff. But that's how he made the score of the movie, which I think is really cool. I take issue with uh, people saying that ukuleles. And accordions are children's toys. Well, maybe they were just children's versions of them. I take people. I take people. I take people. And then I go to Bye Bye Baby. I take issue with people saying ukulele. Instead of instead of ukulele. That's, I guess I learned that's the official pronunciation. Ukulele. Yeah, but... So the minions uh, had it right. <laughs> What'd you say? So the minions had it right. Ukulele. Okay, moving on here. That's pretty cool, man. After a three and a half year wait, I'm mm. actually very excited about this. I did not watch any of the Scream TV show. Yeah, I've actually heard that it's pretty good. I've just not watched any of it. It had a different <clears throat> ghost face mask and like whatever. It was kind of yeah, weird. yeah. Uh, however, after a three and a half year wait, the six episode season of Scream Resurrection, which is the third season, uh, will debut Monday, July eighth, uh, and run for uh, and run for two hours per night for three nights in a row. Mm-hmm. So you're basically getting six hours of Scream uh, on VH1. MTV is not putting it on their flagship channel. They're putting it on VH1. Mm-hmm. So it's three straight days, two hours apiece, six hours of Scream. And it's awesome because this was going to actually feature the original Ghost, uh, 
a ghost face mask. Oh. Along with Roger Jackson, who voiced the killer in all the Scream movies, nice. he's back to do the voice of that. So we're actually getting like a proper Scream story uh, in this third season, which I will watch the shit out of. Because yeah. I don't believe that they are actually connected to the first two seasons at all. Hmm. So I think you can watch them uh, on, on its own as just another new Scream story. Was the I don't really know much about the, the Scream TV show at all. Was it successful or... People liked it. Yeah. I don't know exactly how successful it was. I mean, I don't think that it was blowing up the charts or anything. Well, but I think people liked it. Seeing that, seeing as how they're going back to the original mask and the original voice actor, it seems like they they know that. Well, I think I, the fa- I, I think the fa- I think it was one of those things. It was maybe sort of like child's play. Hmm. People, it, the people, that it, it wasn't really scream because they changed everything about <clears> it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have another story actually coming up that's very similar to that, hmm. um, which I'll talk about next. Actually, right. but um, I think that it did well. The people that watched it liked it. I just don't know that the audience was as big as it could have been because it wasn't what people were used to. Mm-hmm. I know Vito watched it, so if he's listening to this, I'm sure he'll probably call me and tell me I'm wrong about everything, <laughs> and then tell me what he thought of it. But um, but yeah, so that's actually pretty awesome. So six straight hours, basically, in three days of New Scream. That's I'm in. cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, after the untimely cancellation of DC's Swamp Thing, uh, there's chatter going on behind the scenes that the project may be revived on the big screen due to the positive uh, response to the show and also the negative response to its cancellation. Um, how, James Wan would still be involved. However, like I was saying before, we have this really great thing. Naturally... You should just change everything. <laughs> so they would be starting with a completely new cast and recasting everything, uh, which I hope to God they would at least keep Derek Mears. I was going to say, even because recasting he him, looks he looks incredible. amazing. Yeah. And uh, our, uh, Branson has watched uh, part of it, and he mm-hmm. loves it. He thinks it's great. Yeah. Um, I trust I you, his every, judgment every, on it. So. Everything, I've, everything I've seen from, it, like it, like a Branson says it, and everything I've seen on the uh, like the Do You Love Horror group on, on Facebook, like mm-hmm. people are raving about yeah. it. I oh, don't yeah. really understand... It was like the one. Don't really understand like the one shining light in in the whole DC everything, yeah. you know, and they canceled it. They're like, "Oh, this is working. Let's kill it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, though, so I mean, it's like a suicide. Honest, <laughs> honestly, if if we're getting a new movie out of it, though, that would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. So cool. I'm into that. You know, the first uh, the first original Swamp Thing movie <clears throat> was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially their their weird cut of the movie they put out on accident. You know anything about that? No. They, the movie was released as PG on DVD. Yeah. Yet the printer, I don't know if they got the wrong cut of the movie or an unedited cut, but they definitely um, pressed onto disc uh, the nude scene with Adrian Barbeau <laughs> in a PG movie <laughs> and released it that way. And now it's like a really rare like collector's item. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. It's Adrian's Barbeau's, man. Come on. <laughs> Adrian and her Barbos. <laughs> Adrian and her and the dancing Barbos. <laughs> um, so this is fun. Uh, you like Twenty Eight Days Later? I do. Did you see Twenty Eight Weeks Later? By I chance? did. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, not as much as Twenty Eight Days Later, the, but I never saw the sequel. I've seen the original, and it's fantastic. Um, Danny Boyle is hinting this week that a new Twenty Eight uh, Twenty Eight quote film is in uh, in production. Twenty Eight Years Later, <laughs> oh, I'm so old. There's all these zombies. All, all the zombies are dead and it's just uh, Killian Murphy just sort of walking around. 
I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, uh, funny you bring that up. Uh, so Danny Boyle and um, ex Machina filmmaker Alex Garland, who wrote the original one, mm-hmm. um, they've been working on this thing since like 2015 was the last time they were really talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, just recently, Danny Boyle is hinting that they actually still have it. They have like, a, quote, wonderful story that they're working on. Okay. And uh, in 2015, Garland revealed that it's more likely to be 28 months later than 28 years. 28 years gives you one more place to go, as in, as opposed to the next one being 28 decades, which quote unquote probably is taking the piss. <laughs> oh, I love, I love the English. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, 28 months would be the next one. That way, if they decide to do a fourth one ever, they would still have 28 years. Mm-hmm. You know, 28 decades is <laughs> zombies a little bit are much. so old, they're turning back into people. <laughs> <laughs> We're toward zombies in space. It's all sci fi. 28,000 yes. years later. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, this is exciting news. Got to give credit to your wife. Because she told me I had to. <laughs> so there you go, Aaron. Um, Collider broke the news this week. The Halloween 2, the follow-up to uh, David Gordon Green's uh, Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, will be filming this uh, this coming fall for an October 16th, 2020 release. Nice. Uh, that'll probably get moved because they always do. Sure. Let's be honest. Um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, and, and uh, Andy Mat- Mataklak. I can't say his last name. Huh? McCulloch. <laughs> Mitch Mid- Matichak. M A M A T I C H A K, M A T I C H A K. Yes. Metacheck. Metacheck. Sure. Yeah. I like mine better. Metacheck. Or I mean, you said McCallick first, which is not even not even remotely in the same <laughs> area. Alan there. Mackety check. Anyway, uh, they're all expected to return. Mackety check. Mackety check. They are all expected to return to the movie. Clatter also noted that uh, David Gordon Green isn't only returning to write the script, but he is also going to be directing it. Oh snap! Uh, with uh, Jason Blum obviously producing again. Uh, there was no word on um, Danny McBride's involvement, though. Mm. I have to imagine sure. that he's coming back with David Gordon Green. I yeah. would have imagined, the hell but wouldn't you? he was not mentioned in the article. Mm. So take that for what it is. But uh, that's pretty awesome, though. I'm I like the new movie. A lot I of did people too, didn't yeah. like it. A lot of people are bitching. Like, oh, no, we don't want this. Again, I will tell you, just don't fucking watch it. Yeah, it's it's not hard. Yeah, it's not difficult. There's plenty of other movies you can go watch. Yeah, I'm really not. It's, it, like I'm I'm typically not one to come like. I, I do I do get like a little burnt out on all the remakes and stuff. I'm not going to complain when you give me more of a character that I like, though. Yeah. And, and it was fucking and, Michael and, Myers, man. Like, and, why would I be pissed off about that? There, I, I heard people talking recently about how this one didn't have any memorable moments. And I was like, are you kidding me? When he finally, like, skewers a knife through that chick's throat? Yeah. Like, like that was finally the Michael Myers kill that I had been waiting for for a long time because it was so fucking brutal. Yeah. What do you mean there's no memorable moment? Yeah, I mean, yeah, people, I mean, get out of here. Yeah, fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. All right. Uh, what's going on on Blue? Bye bye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the same year Daisy Ridley filmed her feature debut in The Force Awakens Ooh. as Rey, she also filmed a low-budget horror flick called Scrawl. Mm. Never heard of it. Have you? Uh, and actually, I'm supposed to. I I just realized that I took a screenshot that I'm supposed to refer to for the rest of this. Oh, because oh. I'm bad at my job. No. All right. Well, well <clears throat> uh, just to kind of give you like a, a rundown of what this movie is about. In Scrawl, a boy writes a comic book with his best friend and finds situations depicted in the comic book coming to life, along with the appearance appearance of a mysterious girl. Uh, Ridley, uh-huh. the boy is forced to face the reality of what he w- he has written and begins a battle to attempt to rewrite death. Sounds pretty interesting, right? Interesting. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of cool. Like she filmed that the exact same year that she became a giant star for The Force Awakens because hmm. that was her, you know, like major motion debut. So Skrull is uh, now available for streaming through Amazon and on DVD via Wild Eye exclusively at Wally World. I'm into that. Um, but by the way, my wife had never heard anybody call Walmart Wally World. Have you ever heard? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Just, right. just up uh, when hanging out with your folks and stuff. Is that the only time you've ever heard it? For Wally me, World? yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because obviously everybody knows Wally World from uh, vacation. Sure. Right? But yeah, I said Wally World to her like a couple weeks ago. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? I, I usually just call it the wall. The wall. Or Walls Marts. Whatever the hell we Walls. do here in Michigan. Walmarts. Oh, going to Walmart, eh? Uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're Canadian all of a sudden. Uh, also, the gorier and longer version of Marcus Nispel's 2009 Friday the 13th film, known as The Killer Cut, is already available on Blu-ray. However, it is with great pleasure that we can report the upcoming Best Buy exclusive of The Killer Cut, immortalized in stunning... Steelbook packaging. Have you seen the cover to this? It's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it is so bad. It's so lazy. Yeah. Why? Why does this exist? <laughs> and know, and the, the funny part is they make a big deal out of it being like the, the killer cut. Mm -hmm. I have never seen a version of this movie it released that wasn't the killer cut. I've oh, really? never seen a rated R, like the straight theatrical version of this movie on a store shelf. Ever. Really? Never. Oh, so why are they I, making such I, a big... I don't know. Oh. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that I've never personally seen it. Okay. Well, um, weird. So that hits shelves at Best Buy on August 27th. Mm -hmm. I know Mike will be the first in line to get that mm -hmm. stunning steel I will packaging. be. Actually, there's another one that I will be first in line for. What's that? The next blue on your list. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is it this one? No. What is the... Oh, oh, I forgot about that one. No, con oh. continue on that one. Continue oh, on that did, one. You, did you send me the other one? I did. One? I'll, I'll handle it, though. Okay, you, yeah, it. you yep. handle that one. Okay, so this one is... Uh, this one's interesting. Uh, I'm basically going to kind of just read you the article here because there's quite a bit of information. So, uh, Kino Lorber is releasing David Lynch's Lost Highway on Blu-ray, right? Mm -hmm. But Lynch himself uh, went on Twitter over the weekend and 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 said this he says dear twitter friends a blu-ray of lost highway will be released very soon it was made from old elements and not from a restoration of the original negative i hope that a version of the restoration of the original negative will happen as soon as possible he added so uh Kino lorber says that <coughs> they they say that they actually tried to get lynch's approval for the restoration and never heard back from him, basically. I have a... Do you want me to read you the official statement from Kino Lorber? That's up to you. All right. So, Kino Lorber says, We reached out to Mr. Lynch via email to oversee and color grade a new 4K transfer from the original camera negative and get his approval on the dozen or so extras we had planned to include. Once we knew he was not interested in working with us, we had no choice but to go ahead with the current Universal Master and the few extras we had already produced and acquired. To our surprise, the Master in question is, was very good, uh, so we are happy to release it with some extras. We found out later that the extras and packaging also had to be approved by him, not the norm, and we sent an email after a month hoping we could at least get him to approve the trailer, the essay, and our packaging. At this point, we knew the interview and the commentary were not possible, but after a few more weeks, we dropped the essay, the trailer, and changed our front art to the previously approved DVD art. 
the BD only includes the film on dual layer BD 5.0 disc, maxing out the feature at 30 megabytes per blah blah blah, bunch of nerd shit. We were planning to take the high road and not play the blame game, but after his tweet this weekend, we felt like we needed to respond. We're still huge David Lynch fans and are proud to release one of his masterpieces on Blu-ray. Well, one thing that I've always heard about David Lynch is that he's a bit of a douchebag. Like, no, I really have. I, I, he, I, apparently, he's. I have heard stories about how he's just not very easy to get along with. Yeah, he's eccentric. You know, he's well, one of those I was, filmmakers. I was going to that... say, like, look at his films. Like, obviously, yeah. obviously, the stuff that he puts, like. They're coming kind of from the mind of a madman, you know what I mean? So I'm David Lynch, (laughs) and my film Lost Highway (laughs) needs to look exactly... I don't know. That doesn't sound like him, probably. Sounds more like Richard Dreyfuss. (laughs) I'm Richard Dreyfuss. I told you I didn't want to wear the damn mask. Um, No, I've heard that he can be a little bit uh, hard to deal with. Yeah. Um, It's it's weirdly, because on his side of it, though, it's, it's that... Uh, they weren't going to use a, uh, a restorated one. He and he wants to do a restorated one. Restored. Or restored. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's rest- restorated. Well, a restoration is restored. Well, yeah. yeah. Shut up. Um, <laughs> restorated. Because he, cause, like, he keeps saying that he wants to do one with yeah. with a, a new strike from the negative and all that stuff. So I maybe he just thing. didn't want to work with Kino Lorber. It's possible for some reason. It's possible. Maybe he was hoping for like a. Or maybe they wanted to do it in a way that he didn't want yeah that's why he said no i don't know i i have a feeling there's more to this to come who knows but either way it's kind of a dick if they actually did try and get a hold of him and and uh get his permission it's kind of a dick move for him to go on and say that he never knew anything about it yeah basically you know what i mean who knows um anyway speaking of questions like who knows where where are you where where am i more importantly (laughs) scooby-doo where are you (laughs) yeah Segway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, this is exciting. This is I'm gonna handle this one because this is my, this is my favorite release of the week. Scooby Doo, where are you? The classic Scooby Doo series that I watched almost every episode of as a kid mm-hmm. on Cartoon Network. Back in Cartoon Network was good. John, I know you probably still love Cartoon Network. I don't. I think it's. Kind I don't of crappy. have cable. Well, how, didn't you used to watch like Metalocalypse and all that stuff on? Streaming, brother. Oh, it's all streaming, dude. What is the internet? Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I used to watch Scooby Doo, Where Are You, though, all the time, and uh-huh. I love this show. I love Scooby Doo, is probably one of the reasons when I was a kid I loved horror stuff so much because yeah. of you know all the ghosts and goblins and ghouls and spookies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, though, the entire complete series is coming out on Blu ray uh, for the 50th anniversary, and it's coming in some of the coolest packaging ever. I don't know if you looked at this or not. It's a giant, like, mansion. Oh, and it's cool. got this like sweet packaging. <laughs> comes with a little Funko Pop keychain, a book. Uh, it's just really, really cool. These are the kind of sets that I sort of live for. Yeah, that's because cool. Because there's so much effort and like love put into them. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so who's the, putting that out? Uh, Warner Brothers. Oh. Uh, of all people, they don't typically go they don't, crazy. Yeah, they don't usually go all out for their but, releases. Uh, but yeah, this will be released uh, September third, twenty nineteen. Um, and yeah, so there you go. It will. Uh, it'll set you back though. About ninety bucks. Oh shit! So it's a little steep, a little steep, yeah. but um, kind of worth it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that's the only that. thing would, that would make it better is a, an original board game that was included. Mm. Speaking of board games, did you do that on purpose? No. <laughs> wow! Look at me. We it's like I can read your mind. We mentioned a while back that a company called Ravensburger was putting out a Jaws uh, board game. Ravensburger, of course, <laughs> who makes the the dopest 
jigsaw puzzles. They do. They yes, do. They, they do. make amazing jigsaw um, puzzles. So we, so we had mentioned that they were coming out with a new Jaws board game that, yeah. that basically you play in like two different uh, acts. Right, right. Um, and uh, I am happy to announce that that is out this week at Target. I'm assuming you're picking it up soon. <gasps> he has it. I'm assuming it's right here. Oh, because, yeah. Uh, Damn, because because I, I couldn't not get it. It came out, I think, two days ago. I love that they just, like, there's no it's, bells and whistles. It's nope. just the original artwork. That's so cool. Yep. Wow. I haven't even cracked that thing open yet. I got Damn, it literally dude. on the way here. This is so um, cool. But, uh, oh, but yeah. Shit. So we're going to play that pretty soon here. But uh, you can get it. It looks awesome. Um, we will have to do a status update on how good the game actually is. Hell yeah, man. But you can get it now. I would highly recommend it. Um, I was talking to the guy at my local Target, and he said that uh, they don't have any reorders for them. Really? It's like they got their original shipment in, and he actually only had a couple left in the back, but there was nothing. Like, usually they can say we're getting another shipment in on this day. There was, like, no reordering uh, on the docket. Really? So I wonder if that's going to be like pretty an hard. Sort I, of? I wonder if it's going to be pretty hard to find if they're huh. not really making that many of them. Damn. So I don't know. This is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I love it. I can't give, wait give to play it, nice, it, man. Give it a nice shake. I don't want to mess give it up. A nice the... shake. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess up the pieces. So you know a game is good. It's got a good shake to it. It's got a good solid <laughs> shake. But uh, yeah. Damn, dude. I'm excited about that. That's cool. Yeah. So there we go. That uh, That's all I got. All right. So that's going to bring us to today's stupid fact of the day then, right? Yes, it sir. Is. All right. We didn't cut me out this time. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. That's a good day. So today's stupid fact of the day. So this this may have came across as fake news, possibly. But we're calling it a fact because MSN.com still has it posted as fact. <laughs> right? And, uh-huh. and they're a fairly legit source. Yeah, sure. Um, so apparently North Korean leader this happened this month by the way since we're talking about piranhas Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un apparently executed a general by throwing him in a piranha filled tank what that he has he has built inside of his house. Oh my god! Yeah, right? Did and he just so, get done watching like Austin Powers? Well, it's like right, a, it's right. a very Doctor Evil move. And so I guess they they ended up uh, they cut his arms and torso open with knives before oh throwing him into the tank, which was filled with hundreds of piranhas imported from Brazil. It's unclear whether he died from the fish or from the wounds. Um, but they uh, one the little funny thing here. They had a little footnote. They said that basically, oh, that's just classic Kim. Oh my god! <laughs> or something. Was uh, that was that note written on the guy's foot that was just floating in the pool of piranhas? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? A footnote. <laughs> nice. God, that is... uh, I see what you did there. That is dark. Wow. Yeah. It's not even and, like a uh, fact. It's just like a gruesome. Well, it's, truth. A, it's a fact. What, you, you got something else there? No, that that was pretty much it. Just oh kind of like uh, briefing the the article here on MSN. But uh, man, what a I psycho. actually remember hearing about that. Yeah. I, I heard it on Dave and Chuck the Freak, which is our, our local morning uh, radio, well, out national radio show now. They're in mm-hmm. Boston. Yeah, they're, they're and I think a couple of oh, are they really? That's yep. cool. Um, yeah, they were talking about it a little bit ago. And as soon as I'm like, I need my fact for the day, piranhas. <laughs> Korea, <laughs> boom! There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Wow, mm-hmm. that is some evil shit. What if he then captured the piranhas, cooked them, and ate them? So he was like ingesting cannibalism. The bodies of his his enemies. It's like good. like secondhand cannibalism. Weird. But would it be cannibalism? I think yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh there we go. It was the, uh, the they claim North Korean leader may have been inspired by the '65 James Bond movie "You Only Live Twice" to pursue the gruesome execution method, and the UK intelligence force told the Daily Star the use of piranhas classic Kim. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. So, so the biggest revelation is that Kim Jong Un is a James Bond fan. <laughs> right. If 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 I was a ruthless dictator that didn't care about human life, 
I'd probably get pretty inventive too. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, right? Oh, if you're gonna leave. If you're gonna leave your mark on history. I mean, do like, it. I, do it with a bang. That's crazy. And yeah. a fish. <laughs> that's, that's fucking weird. Somebody just dropped a bomb on him. Yeah. Perfect. Wow. So there we go. So boom, that was the news. <laughs> and Thank that you, was, Jay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So. Yes. Yes. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to discuss the masterpiece. Um, it's it's a master class in something. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't, don't honestly know what it's a master class Definitely in. Definitely a piece. We're gonna, it is a piece of something. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to figure it out, though. We're going to chop away at it, whittle it down one bite at a time, and uh, really get to the heart of it. Mm-hmm. See if it's worth all the hate that it gets. So, uh See you in a minute. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right. All right. Piranha 2. This is very lackluster, Michael. Well, that goes with the theme for, for the night. <laughs> All right. Piranha 2, the spawning. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so Piranha 2 is uh, it's a movie that I had always, I had not seen before this. I had always heard a lot about it. So Vito, our friend Vito, mm-hmm. uh, he is a huge, huge, huge fan of James Cameron's work. Uh, might be one of his favorite directors. Well, who he's the hell also isn't? like fucking friends with him now because he's worked with him a couple times. Come like, on, man. He's like a big deal. Yeah, put your dick away. I know, right? <laughs> um, but no, uh, so I had always heard from him that Piranha 2 was, as he put it, interesting. Like it was <laughs> <laughs> very clearly not his greatest work. It's Where a, does this fall into Cameron's directorial? Uh, his very first film. Well, his uh, yeah, it's, it's his first first feature film. It's his first feature film. However, technically speaking, he splits that uh, that director label with a guy named um, Ovidio G. Asinitis. 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 That sounds like what you get after a <laughs> night of eating hot wings. I got the asinitis. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah, because uh, he got fired from the film. Uh, he was brought on after the original director, uh, Josh Gr- uh, Miller Drake. That's his name, not Josh. Where'd Josh come from? Miller Drake. Um, <laughs> Drake and Josh. Dr- uh, Drake was, was uh, he left the film uh, before shooting started. Cameron jumped on board basically like very quickly before, uh, or very soon before it started, and uh, was fired before the end of the film. So he uh, he wanted to get his name taken off the film, but he like didn't have the money to. Like, Cameron was fired. Yes. Really. Yeah. Weird. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, weird circumstances, but he actually does share the directorial uh, thing with another guy. Um, something way more sexy than I meant it, but um, yeah. So <laughs> that's, Piranha that's, Two. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of uh, that's kind of the all encompassing theme of this entire movie. It's way sexier than they meant it. It really is. Let's and just it, let's just jump into the uh, to the, to the most crazy, be- weird ancestral storyline of the yeah, entire movie. The entire, well, and it was way more complicated to watch the movie because we got over to Michael's new place and we started uh, a YouTube version of it, and then five minutes later, after several yeah, streaming so- attempts. 
to find the correct version. Well, well, you say, was so there's two different cuts of this movie. There is the cut that is basically on like uh, the VHS that I own, the original one. It's an hour and twenty four minutes, I think it is. Uh-huh. And then there is which is which is I think considered the director's cut. Okay. I believe really? I believe because it's the shorter version that's his preferred cut. But there's also a longer version that puts ten minutes of footage back in. That's an hour and thirty four minutes. That's the one that we watched. There so we, was that ten minutes of extra credit scenes was worth it. It was uh, the ten. It was uh, five <sighs> minutes. Five minutes of extra credit scenes and five minutes of boobs. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> um, full on nudity. There wasn't just boobs. Was there? Uh, yeah. There was. Oh, there was full on nudity. Was, that's right. Yeah. Multiple little, times. There was a little bit of President Bush going a on. Bit, a little bit of Bush. A little bit of <laughs> Bush. Um, but anyway, though. So I would say this though that that. 10 minutes that they did cut out though because it wasn't all just TNA um, <laughs> I, I I think that movie was better for it being cut out I mean we didn't watch the shorter version but my god I was ready for that movie to be over at about the hour and 20 minute mark <laughs> I really was I was I was just straight up sort of bored because the movie really didn't do a good job of building tension or building anything for that matter it would have like it's kind of highs with the cool like piranha puppet kill scenes and then it would just go to the most boring scene straight for like 10 more minutes yeah well and it was just lulled so bad yeah there was there was a lot of it, it was a roller coaster that was sure. a really, really lackluster Long roller coaster. Roller. It was like it was like the new roller coaster at CJ Barrymore's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's already been used for a few years, and we moved it here, and it's really not that it was great. Real, but it was way too level it out. All it was the too way expensive to buy all the tracks. We only took the straight ones. <laughs> right. Well, James, why don't you give us a breakdown of the cast and crew, and then we'll dive into this. Of course. Well, first of all, uh, Piranha Two: The Spawning. This is what we got. Um, a scuba diving instructor, her biochemist boyfriend, and her police chief ex-husband try to link a series of bizarre deaths to a mutant strain of piranha fish whose lair is a sunken freighter ship off a Caribbean island resort. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we've got. So uh, it, it sounds like it could be a very good storyline. I mean, I well, I'm not sure what your definition of very good is, <laughs> hey, but <laughs> I'll get into it. I think I think let's the, let James continue. I think the most important part of this movie uh, being Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, oh, of course, Lance Hendrickson playing oh, Police wait. Chief Steve Kimbrough. No, I thought he was playing Roy Schneider. Schneider, Sh- first Sh- of all. Schneider. Why do you always say Schneider? I don't know. I it's, do. like, it's like Rob Schneider it, that, and that, Roy <laughs> Schneider had a baby and its name was Roy Schneider. It was the animal. <laughs> um, no, he like I'm convinced the only reason they cast Lance Hendrickson is because they clearly were ripping off Jaws still. The opening score to this flick is literally a Jaws, like the score is a Jaws ripoff. Yeah, there's the definitely. The very first thing that you hear. There's definitely like a little bit of a, like a da-dum. Yeah. But <laughs> da-dum. It's like. It's like an the feeling up, it's of like, that score It's like is an exactly upbeat, that. shittier version of Jaws. <laughs> it's like Robin Thicke existed in the scoring industry back then. <laughs> so, uh, also we have Trisha O'Neill playing Anne Kimbrough, who is uh, Lance Hendrickson's ex- ex-wife. I, I got the... I think they were... Wait, were I they thought just... that was Adrian Barbeau. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Did I not see the same movie you guys she, did? She wasn't Adrian <laughs> we Barbeau. We were total in knockoff. your apartment. Um, uh. Steve Marachuk, who plays Tyler Sherman, Ricky Paul Golden, who plays Kiss, Kiss. That's that, that wasn't Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley. Oh, Steve, what is 
Steve Marichuk. I, I meant, going I meant to look this up because I swear to God that dude is is uh, Bradley Cooper's dad. Oh my God. It has Everybody to be. in this movie. I want to see a remake of Piranha 2 The Spawning starring all of these guys though. Bradley Cooper, Adrian Barbeau, Roy, Roy Scheider. <laughs> you see now you're infecting me. I want to see this movie now. Um, so Adam who Brody. so who would play the uh, who would play the love interest? Adam Brody. Well, and by by love interest, I mean uh, the chick's son, <laughs> because the first the first ten minutes of this movie plays out so weird. Like yeah. the first thing you see is okay, this this so, kid in like just at the, the the shortest jean shorts you've ever seen, and he goes into this like he they're 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 in this on this beautiful on. island, and he goes up into this hotel room. And he goes into the bedroom and basically crawls on top of this woman mm-hmm. who is sleeping, obviously and, nude, under a white sheet. And they look relatively the same age. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. No, he looks way younger. He does. Mother, but it's, not mother son age situation. difference. Yeah, it's like a. Sure. It's like a. Yeah, it's like a. Okay. It's like a sugar mama and pool boy, pool boy before, sort of situation. Yeah. Before we realized who We've, they were, though, hey, I just kind of figured the like, dude was with this chick. Like it did. I mean, it seemed fine to me. But I feel we. We've all had conversations about these documentaries we've seen about this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we've mind. we've seen these these well, documentaries. It's true. These it's true. these uh, <laughs> but, these. But the problem is the documentaries that we're speaking of. They're usually step children. Well, I think that's for legal purposes. This was this was <laughs> this was oh biological son and biological mother with palpable sexual tension. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Gross. It was literally they touched foreheads at one point. <laughs> they and, did. and their lips got like just like millimeters from they each other. They were like quivering like, too. Like I said, they opened this thing and he's literally throwing his fish in her face. Like <laughs> if that's not innuendo, I don't know what is. For those of you just listening who haven't seen it, he he had a fish yeah, it was an <laughs> actual from the ocean in his hand. He put it in her face a few times. And it was all slippery and they couldn't hold on to it. Oh, I dropped the fish. Oh no. <laughs> but he's waving it over like his 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 sleeping naked mother under this like cotton white sheet. So eventually she gets up and she puts on the the tiniest little robe you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then there's ev- then there's even more sexual tension like when they're having breakfast. It's like well, they, that's when they touched foreheads. Yeah, they got like he's he like, got he got like s- really close to her, and he's. No, he's like, I'm gonna the, go sail away today. The hell's oh, going know, on God. here? God, <laughs> just, it was so weird. You've never done that to your mom, though. Um. Okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets awkward, folks. Uh, because th- I've done I've done it to your mom. This might this might sound awkward, but. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Jugs, Jugs Judy's a saint and you're not her type. Um You're not. You're a little too short. My mom and I Aww. do my mom and I do play a game where okay, our mouths don't get Whoa. close our mouths don't get close to each other, but I'll press my forehead against hers and we'll push to see who who uh backs off first because it hurts so bad. Well you're you're You've fl- never seen us do this? Well it's like a it. James. It's very sexual. <laughs> See, here's the thing: your head, your foreheads would be touching, and you would be at a nice angle, and she would be at an angle. But then she has that chest oh, pressure. Oh, the, the bazoom! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, none of this happens, you assholes. Oh my god! All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that's uh, you see me them. She is a like dive, uh, a diver, basically. Instructor. Dive instructor. Dive instructor. Uh, where, where do they actually? Where's this actually at? I don't honestly feel they've ever said. Did they not say where it was actually said? It happens said it? somewhere. It has to be somewhere in the Caribbean. <clears throat> it's a grouping of islands that are close enough together to where the other fully naked 
women in this movie are sailing island to island on a boat. So John knows women. Where did you... Naked, naked girl one, naked girl two. <laughs> where did you gather the fact that it's from a Caribbean island? Well, because they keep going... Was it in the the synopsis that I read earlier? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, does, yeah, it is actually right yep, there. there yeah, is. guys, I know. Yeah. I said it Caribbean. already. <laughs> Mike didn't pick up on that, but I did. No, no, you didn't either. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, she's a, she is a dive instructor and uh, long story short, something terrible happens on mm-hmm. one of the dives. Uh, happens, I don't really understand how one person would have been attacked and not the other people. Well, in the beginning of the movie, the opening scene is oh, a we couple. Should, yeah, we should talk about this. Well, we'll, 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 come, we'll come back. No, it, it actually makes sense. So, so the opening scene, there's a couple that gets attacked. And then the awkward sexual tension takes place mm-hmm. between the mother and the son. Mm-hmm. And then the father, the sheriff or the cop, Lance, Lance mm-hmm. Bass, comes in and Wrong uh, fish. Bass fish, <laughs> yeah. you know. Lance Piranha. But he makes fun of her, saying, "Oh, you know, your your drowning <laughs> trips." If, if Lance Bass ever <laughs> does porn, <laughs> his piranha. name should be Lance Piranha. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Piranha. <laughs> <laughs> so they go on that other dive. And, you know, the the guy who's like, oh, we can't go in the wreck. But the guy, but yeah. No, so I, think is, the, I think the reason that he got attacked is because the, they do actually mention later on in the movie that the piranha, um, they don't like the light. They have to stay in the in the dark. So oh, when the guy goes into yeah. the wreck, with a flashlight. that's the reason why he's the only one that's actually attacked is because mm-hmm. the fish don't want to come out oh, into, the, into the light water. And that's the reason that they attack exactly. at night yeah, mostly. So that's, that's, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. I think I missed that part. Which, because... which is completely untrue because they attack during the day in almost the entire rest of the movie. <laughs> the, do well, they? The yeah, setting is the part. night. It's a little bit too light, though. <laughs> the underwater scenes are supposed to be taking place at night, but... You know, maybe it, maybe it was a very, very bright moon. It could have been a full moon. <laughs> could have been. I So here's the thing. Dia, you've been diving before. You yes, I'm certified. Have, oh, he's certified, mm. folks. Uh, diving diving in, in water that is black as pitch, mm-hmm. that's got to be terrifying. Oh, yeah. To I, me. You, you couldn't pay me. Like, the ocean is so vast, yeah. and, and there's no... Like, even during the day when you're in the ocean, like, even... I think the deepest I've ever been in the ocean, swimming by myself, was probably 35, 40 feet, something like that. Uh-huh. That's and 30 when you, feet of sharks, my friend. You, you dive down like <laughs> 10, 12 feet, and you look around, and there's just nothing yep. anywhere. And it's horrifying. But we talked about this. Doing, movie. Yeah. We watched, uh, uh, what was it, what was it, a cage dive movie. What was oh, it called? 47 uh, meters yeah. down, yeah. When she's... When she's swimming through the water and there's just nothing around her like they, yep. that's more terrifying than the shark being around her in the fucking cage yeah. like it oh yeah and now add to that it being completely black which it's supposed to be like you said in the beginning of this movie it's way too light to yeah. actually be a night dive but like right. diving in the middle of the night just sounds horrifying to me mm-hmm. i would do it maybe in a lake but then again i also i also believe in like lake monsters too so <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, yeah, you you could not pay me to jump into the ocean. Listen, I'm kind of terrified of the ocean when it's during the day. Yeah. You could not pay me to go into the ocean at night. You couldn't do it. Would you if you were if you were out on like a catamaran or something in the middle of the day? Would you jump into the ocean? I I like like a few miles out. I don't know. So we're talking like only hundreds have, of feet below you of empty only, ocean. Would you dive if, into that? Only if I was with people who could swim slower than me. 
<laughs> only if. You only have to be able to swim faster than the slowest guy out there. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> no, I, I, I tell you what, like, like no, probably, probably. Yeah. Um, but the ocean does. It's just that vastness, mm. man. Like, mm-hmm. it's like reverse claustrophobic, like claustrophobia. Yeah. Like the vastness of, of the ocean is yeah. just terrifying yeah. to me. Oh it's yeah. Just a, and you well, don't know what's down there, and yeah. sharks can come out of nowhere. Oh. I swear to Not God. Not to mention they attack from the bottom. Well, yeah. great whites anyway attack. For, do most sharks attack from the bottom? It depends on the breed. Okay. Well, well I know, I know great group, whites. He's also I, certified in sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a sharkologist. So, uh, well, the hammerheads come from the side because they got they they, they they to hit you with they their gotta, hammer. Actually, they got to come from the top because they got to they have a downward motion <laughs> when they attack you. <laughs> um, but well, no, like, it's just... The shark, whole... Sharks are genuinely not the only thing you need to worry about. It's the only thing I worry it's about. Thing, yeah. Unless, unless, unless I'm taking a leak in the ocean, because then so, I'd be terrified of the small little fishies that swim that up your deck hole. Yeah. Those are like in the Amazon River. No, dude. they're in the ocean. I don't think yeah, so. They are. Cool. I've, I've pissed while 95 feet down. It's on you what? It's there. Does it hurt? No. It doesn't? It seems I, like there'd be like a weird equalization, I think John like has an ocean of pressure inside sort of, of him right now. That's what I think. <laughs> Is yeah, that yeah, what's yeah, growing he does. off my skull? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, so 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 fun little divergence here. Uh, if you've been reading articles about people who grow spurs on the back of their head, they claim it's from people like texting and looking at their phones, which is complete bullshit. But John just found out today that he has one of those growing out of his skull. So yeah, it hurts. That's fun. Back to the ocean. Maybe you shouldn't wear hats all the time. <laughs> I do. I honestly haven't been wearing one very often. Because it's. Uh, I mean, if, that is a that's an attractive. If you're hat. It's a fine hat. Has a nice. Nice leather. If your Halloween costume this year isn't a shark, I'm going to be very upset. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) The um, tiniest fin in the world. Hey, John, speaking of me needing another beer. I'm not the wench at this point. Wench. I'll go. (laughs) So the the thing with the the piranhas in this movie and the light that you were mentioning earlier on. So they did do that dive where it was was a class. Mm -hmm. Only the one guy got attacked for going in. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what was the purpose of the wings, though? I don't know what anybody. Well, wants. okay. So they they mention so they do mention later in the movie. Actually, part of the uh, the opening clip that we used, they do mention that it was a few years ago the government was experimenting with piranhas, which I think is the only time they mention anything from the original movie. Because I'm pretty sure that's that's what that was. Is that it was that facility where they were doing the the piranhas. They got yeah. loose. They killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Okay. And I think that this was. I think they're they're just saying that there was further testing done, and maybe they, it was part of the same project. Maybe they not. basically they, they basically they spliced, didn't really link it all together that much. They basically okay. spliced uh, piranhas with flying fish. Uh, shit! What was the other? There was something that could breathe. They, out they spliced of water. it with oh, flying oh, the, fish. The, the, the grunion. Yeah, the grunion. Yep. The grunion, which yeah. comes up on the. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> with flying fish shit. Uh, <laughs> no, the grunion, which comes up on land to to do its uh, to breeding and stuff. Yep, so, yep. so it was a, a fish that could breathe out of water. It could fly, which. <laughs> Flying fish don't fly the way that they did they in jump. this movie. They, they, they they're not like birds where they can actually fly. Did they did uh, they did they have the sound the effects? Death scene ever. Did they have the sound effects of somebody licking their finger and rubbing a window too? Because that was that was literally the sound effects that the piranhas made. It was like, well, it sounded like a wet a wet swarm of bees. <laughs> a wet swarm of bees. It did. No, it, it sounded like a wet because even when they were underwater, it was still making the same sound as when they were flying. It was like. I'm gonna go to work tomorrow and open up one of our beehives and just 
dump a five-gallon bucket of water on it and see what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm going to stand back with a telescope with my camera attached to it. That'd be new. Far, far away. Far, far away. Or just take the whole thing and just, just dunk it in the water, see and, what happens. And next. Michael was never heard from again. <laughs> right. They so, called him so the, the B-boy. The original uh, couple diving, uh-huh. they got attacked. The one guy in the dive gets attacked, but that's when... The, uh, the sheriff Hold on. the cop gets involved. Since you mentioned them, we can't just skip by the original we're gonna, we're couple because the original there was couple. so much wrong with that scene. It was it was easily the wettest makeout session I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> well, oh, you're so wet. <laughs> well, Never, yeah. I'm in the ocean, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm, I'm dissecting this opening scene from a diver's perspective going, that's <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> they jump into the water. Off they, a dinghy. Off a dinghy, they, t- they both take off their 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 gear and their 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 oxygen, so, so and just start straight up. Like, hold on, let's go back to the logic uh, that that this like the the logic trail of this whole thing. They started off by t- they're in the dinghy. You can't see them, but they're obviously like in the dinghy, uh, trying to make love. Sure, it seems sure. like she's straight up giving she's, him a handy. She's telling. <laughs> she's t- <laughs> she's. They're already. They're talking about how he couldn't keep it up in the hotel room. Uh-huh. And then they thought that maybe going out on the ocean in the dinghy would be more exciting. Well, first said the sand, the beach was. Oh, the was, sa- uh, yeah, Oh, yeah. But, but the beach is too sandy. The beach is we too sandy. We talked about this just last, you know, last week or so. And then he couldn't. And then he couldn't keep it up in the dinghy, so they thought, hell, let's let's dive sixty feet down into the ocean, and maybe you could keep it up down there. It's the salt water. It, it, well, the, the, the logic pressure. is the, the logic pressure. isn't there, boys. The pressure, yeah, from so, the ocean. So they go down, and it's just it's it's just the most weird. Like they take I, I don't off, even know. They take well, off. So, so first they go down. They go into the ship. They get separated. He's looking around. He's frantic. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, she shows back up, naked, stark naked, <laughs> totally yep. stark naked. No respirator. No BCD. No weights. Nothing. This bitch would be flying up to the surface <laughs> in real life. Okay. <laughs> so she grabs his emergency respirator mm-hmm. takes a couple hits starts t- she pulls his knife out i thought she was going to start shanking the dude but mm-hmm. he pulls she pulls his dive knife out cuts maybe this will keep you off. cuts his no not shorts it was a speedo a speedo cuts his speedo cuts off cuts the speedo off and then you know it's on now you got the dick dinger out there <laughs> but, oh god but then they take off their masks everything yeah, that, that's so that they get. can kiss underwater so, it's like, like how, just yeah. don't how, kiss each other how yeah. below the surface were they they're by like a shipwreck well, it was a shipwreck the really like, like, like you can actually take your mask off and be fine it's no, just you get, have to be able to separate your mouth and your nose but then you also you also need to be to breathe though, and they pretty much took their tanks off and dropped them. They took yeah. their oh, yeah. they <laughs> took their respirators out and their masks off, so they're down making out blind in this Underwater. shipwreck. However, Jay, it just none of it seemed like a good idea. You just recently went snorkeling. Yeah, did yeah. you do anything like this? No. <laughs> no. Plus, I thought plus, maybe this was like the new thing the kids were doing. The, you know, the thing the, the, if the, they were going to try back to, in nineteen eighty one, if they were going to try to make Whoopi underwater, yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's just no. It would just sound just like a bunch don't. of wet bees. <laughs> <laughs> wet bees going into the house. All right, all right. So let's let's, let's move past this opening thing, though. So let's not. <laughs> this, is, this is probably the most important scene in the entire movie. She had the biggest coral reef. Oh, on my the God. Oh, my God. It was 1981, John. What do you expect James here? Cameron, like that's people, why he like got people, fired. People talk about the coral reefs uh, dying out, but that one looked like it was thriving. <laughs> There was a lot of fire coral in there, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh my god. Um <laughs> <laughs> So fast forward to later in the movie, she's giving a diving lesson and says they can't go into the ship because of a recent incident. Yeah, we're one dude's talking like, about Agent. Bar- uh, it, it wasn't Agent Barbo. Bar- Bar- Agent Smith. Agent Smith. It was uh, uh, Trish O'Neill's uh, yep. character Anne. Anne is the main, the main, uh, the mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mom so, so she's basically trying to like cancel all the diving stuff, whatever, because she well, knows no, she's just she's taking the group out first and yeah. says we can't go in. But we can go around it. Yeah, and they're they're basically going down though to um, aren't they going down there to try to like like recover no, or something? Just go down for, no, for, it, it was, was just a, it was a dive lesson. She was? just okay. gave dive lessons. Okay. So, I you know what? Don't take a bunch of people down to a shipwreck and then tell them that they can't go in. That was my first open water dive though. You know, you couldn't go in it though. No. Well, come on, like don't don't tempt me with that kind of good you, time. You I'm, a, I want to go inside the you, shipwreck you, to like legitimately be inside of a shipwreck you have to be advanced scuba certified you can't just go in as a wreck diver listen though listen though no i'm I, in, in, in real life i get that but like if you oh, took me down if, go into that shit <laughs> if you guns take, a blazing man. if you take me down to a shipwreck i'm gonna go inside of it right so the dude went in and he got toe up from got the his up. toe up from the float he got his uh toe up from the toe up well you got you no where does where does um Ricky, is that his name? No, uh, Chris. Is Chris the guy that the... Chris is the son, right? No, is Chris the son? Who's the, who's the, um, the, 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 the what's his name? Love interest. Uh, yeah. Uh, I... Is it Sam? He was actually on that dive. Yeah, he was. He was. Oh, it's, uh, sorry, sorry uh, Tyler Sherman. Tyler, that's that's it. Okay, so AKA Bradley Cooper's dad. Yes. So Tyler was on the dive or whatever. He was. And he, he basically just starts taking advantage of of Anne's distraughtness, essentially, to well, basically try to better, it seems like, from the get-go. Well, yeah, he, he was kind of, like, and trying she, to get on her side. She takes it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, yeah, because, like, the guy's <laughs> like, why can't we go in the wreck? And she's like, because, and then he's like, what a dick, you know, this guy. <laughs> but he's basically behind her the whole time watching, and I, I was like, okay, that's, he's looking yeah. out for her. But once they discover the body, they get back to yeah. surface, that's when the detective or the cop her ex-husband comes in, starts questioning, and he's being a real dick about it because he, he's like, "Oh, you're you know you're you're drowning trips. You take your people out on your drowning trips." And yeah, he's almost he he's, he's almost accusing her of like not accusing her of like killing people, but right. he's like taking her like taking people out on these trips that are hazardous. Well, there's remember. a lot of pent up aggression too with him, you know. Well, like, sure, it's clearly like a, there's a lot there's a lot going well, on. Behind strange the husband and wife. Yeah. So he sees the the love interest kind sure. of like peeking an interest. So he's like, all right, what? Well, I'm just gonna be an asshole to this girl. Who's, and, who's this Bradley Cooper yeah, looking motherfucker? I'm <laughs> jealous. So he's, and he flat out tells her like, you cannot see the body. This is under my jurisdiction. You are you know shut out. So later that night, she of course breaks into the morgue and mm-hmm. wants to see the body. And uh, he follow- Bradley Cooper follows her down to the. You, you were you were saying like that's like it's a weird first date, but also kind, kind of, of awesome. intrigue. It's like man, if it, if like if I went out on a first date with a chick and she wanted to break into a morgue, I'd strangely be super into it. <laughs> you know, like that, that's, you ladies, you want to watch? Oh my god, she is okay. in some freaky shit. So, so ladies, or horror, horror fan ladies, if you're listening, Mike 
would totally be down to break into a I think I'd be terrified. <laughs> <laughs> potentially, <laughs> or potentially dig up a, a already buried body. Just keep it in mind. You know what? I don't know. Um, so it's funny, though. You talk about how Tyler's watching her, and you, you, you come to find out, spoilers, hey, it's from 1981. Watch the fucking movie. Um, <laughs> it's 2019. You, figure it out. You do come to find out that Tyler has a lot more to do with this than... Yeah. Uh, well, and that's where you get the he, first... Yeah. You get the first glimpse of it at the morgue because he's like... Eh. Well, here's the weird thing about here's the weird thing about Tyler. You you come to find out that he was where he was one of the ones that was working on the project. Yeah, and he wasn't there to try to cover it up. He was actually there to try to figure out what happened because he actually was legitimately trying to like fix this. uh, Yeah, because he was he was involved unrecovered uh, like egg sack or whatever it was. Well, he he said so. uh, Three canisters of mutated piranha. Yeah, mutated piranha eggs had fallen down into the shipwreck. Two of them were recovered. Yeah. So they're basically trying to figure out what happened to the third one. Yeah, and so he was there legitimately just trying to figure it out, but didn't want to like tell everybody who he was for obvious reasons. Well, he couldn't. Yeah. He literally so, couldn't. So. So, so he's it's classified. He's doing this, but the weird thing about it is that he's the one that even puts the idea in her head that it's piranhas. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, and he, then they have a round like, table with the hotel owner, and it's like you need to call all well, this stuff off. No, even before that, when they're when they're in Anne's uh, hotel or, or suite, uh, suite, he says something like, "Oh, you think it could be like piranhas? You mean you mean like mutated? Like well, he kind of spells it out to her. It, 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 he's Is he probably fishing? well, <laughs> he's probably <laughs> trying to deter her from going back out there without actually telling her what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm, okay, I can, I can see that. I can see that. Like, like basically giving her all that she needs to know without actually saying, hey, I'm the guy who actually created these damn things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he technically couldn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, so, eventually, though, she takes it upon herself. She realizes that the piranhas are, are actually what is killing people. Mm-hmm. There's a really awesome scene of we're watching this, and there is, like, the morgue attendant who comes in <laughs> to clean up. And we're sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God. There's like a dead body there. It's all gross. I'm like I, I hope to God there should absolutely be a fish inside that body. Not two seconds later, <laughs> it was as you fuck, said. A it. fucking fish comes out of the corpse and like and attacks her. Flies at this in the chick's middle neck. of the day, mind you. Um, no, no, no. This was, was at, at night. night. This was, was at, at night. night? It yep. was lit enough to be day, but it was at night. In all fairness, they didn't really do a good job of hiding what was day and what was night. In this movie. Right. Well, no, I mean, this, no, in this the was... Caribbean, it is light at like 5:30 a.m. <clears throat> No, well, regardless, this, this, regardless. This was at this was nighttime though. It was okay, okay. Twilight. <laughs> sure. It was Twilight. Um, but uh, that scene, that scene killed me. Yeah, I, it was like, pretty good. It was, it was so. It was and they actually every every subsequent kill scene of the fish, they all killed. I, which I guess stands to reason. I guess like in real life, predators typically always kill their prey in the same way. No. But it was, it was just like. Fish flying out of the frame, flying from outside of the frame into the frame, attaching to your jugular well, every single time. None of their jaws really moved either. They were no, just kind of like poking you. Like that was pretty <laughs> much it. Because they were the same way they did it in the original Piranha is they were on sticks. Right. And then some of them were hand puppets too, but oh, like, really? I, I said, I believe. Yeah, I but, um, but yeah, most of them were just on sticks. So all they were doing was just jabbing the actors in the face. It was probably really uncomfortable, I would imagine, for and the actors. My favorite oh. is the fact that everybody's <laughs> initial reaction was just, they're always like, I got out of porn for this reason. <laughs> Well, that was the sticks flat on the face. There was the I couldn't tell if <clears throat> so. There was the one kill of the dad 
uh, whose son had died, and they oh like yeah, twenty minutes. They before. were they were island locals, and yeah. uh, like they were you know dynamite dynamite fishing. fishing earlier in the movie, and Lance Hendrickson came out to give him a hard time, but then it turned out that they were they were buddies and stuff, and way back. Um, the, his death scene though, the his son <laughs> dies. Like I, I actually thought that part was kind of tragic. Part, I was like, was, I was like, damn, like that was yeah. just a young kid. Like he he died and that's terrible. Like they did a, yeah, they did a good to... fake out where they thought you thought he was gonna get attacked when he puts his arm in the water to get his watch. Right. Which that water is completely see through. When he puts his arm in, you can see like his arm going into the water. Yeah. yeah. Yet why isn't he looking? He's just feeling around in this perfectly clean water. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was also nighttime, so you, well, you know. Why, how could I see his arm then? Because it's a movie. Oh, lighting. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but after, like, so after the kid dies, and the dad finds him, like that was all pretty tragic. Like it was, it was kind of sad actually. Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, the basically what they have going on in this island is every year the grunion come in to spawn, and the the people go out on the beach and just club them to death and then eat them, and so the the grunion were supposed to be coming in for the spawning at this point in time, but instead they got attacked by these flying piranhas. And everybody managed to get back inside. Yep. And he probably, the dad probably would have had a chance to get back inside too, but instead he just stood out on the beach, like pretending that he was protecting people. Yeah. And then the piranhas started coming out of nowhere, and it was the most anticlimactic death scene I've ever seen in my life because not only were his reactions to being chewed up by flying piranhas completely <laughs> just like, like the sound oh. effect that, like, he just goes, uh, yeah. uh, uh. But there was no I'm being eaten. They cut the score out entirely. There was no music in that yeah, scene yeah. at all. So it was like this would be this was the just like the most boring death I've ever seen in my this life. This would be a really fun movie to take. Uh, take the the, the the soundtrack movie, like like the vocal track or whatever you know, mm-hmm. just, just the audio, and lay certain parts of it over pornos. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> it didn't go in for thirty-five minutes, and then finally just one it would just audible. Be really funny. Uh. Um, yeah, no, but the, th- the thing about that scene too is, am I am I the only one that picked up when all of the the people at the resort or whatever you know they're going down to like club the fish? They got like fucking torches, and they look like a fucking clan rally minus the hoods walking <laughs> towards the beach. They seriously like it, it was it was it looked like like a like a like a a mob like a mass mob going to like burn Quasimodo out of his out of his bell tower <laughs> or like burn or Frankenstein's monster or whatever like you got something ma- against that's... people with deformities man I, I mean I, I think the thing no. growing in the back of my head are you gonna hate me now so, I got you know, a torch for you um, Mike, like, is, Mike is not only talking about the clan now but he's also <laughs> talking about uh, people with deformities in a bad way Listen, Thank I'm you. just Thank I'm you. just saying the way that they <laughs> were portraying this mass mob on the be- on the beach. Um, now, this was... is one thing I really want to know about a new neighbor of mine. Is, uh, <laughs> his hate for people with deformities. Cool. <laughs> well, it was uh, 1981 that predated flashlights. You know, it did. So, <laughs> how dare I forget? <laughs> I guess a, I guess a torch could be like it's it's sort of a. It's a light and it's a weapon at the same time. Mm. So you could just smash the shit out of the grunion with your torch. So, so can we also? <laughs> so I walk to your guys' house. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna have a torch with me. I'm just. I'm just gonna torch. If it is a tiki down. torch, I will disown you. <laughs> <laughs> but so let's get back to the fact that the uh, the the police officer, the ex husband, yes, had access to a helicopter the whole time. Yep, and just would go up by himself. 
And then when that's what I would do if I had when, access when to a When Git got to getting, dude just lets it crash into the <laughs> oh ocean. Oh my god! It was it was <laughs> like you could literally save everybody right now just by getting them up into your chopper somehow. Just if you get to the chopper. But instead, he jumped out of the chopper and let the chopper fall into the ocean and cut her so that he boat. could take a shitty little boat. Somewhere there was, it was a, a kid. Boat. It wasn't shitty. Well, there was whatever. a kid that watched this movie when it first came out, and he saw that scene. He goes, one day, I'm going to make a video game where you can jump out of a helicopter and just let it crash. And that guy made GTA. Because that was totally a GTA bail out of the helicopter, watch that thing just go wherever kind of move. <laughs> Lance pressed Y. <laughs> and, and as soon as it hit the water... The water just exploded. It exploded. Like, kaboom. It was well, a, I, yeah, think it was that's, I think that's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> oh, oh. I do. Have you ever seen a helicopter crash in the ocean? Yeah. Have you? Have you? Yeah, there's in videos life, of it. In real life? Not in real life, but Didn't there's videos so. of hey, it happening. Hey, hey. I've seen all the videos from the movies, guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I um so during that scene where he actually jumped out of the water there, uh he Lance Hendrickson almost drowned. Apparently Lance Hendrickson almost got killed like five times on this movie. He jumped into the Worth water it. and his boots immediately <laughs> filled with water well, and he yeah. couldn't swim and he almost drowned. <laughs> there was a part where the helicopter blades got, excuse Ooh. me, super close to both Lance Henderson and James Cameron. That's some Twilight and they ended Zone up, And they ended up dropping the camera in the water and they never recovered it. So somewhere at the bottom of the ocean is a film camera that has Piranha 2 footage in it. I oh know my where my God. next time is that's apparently, that, that's apparently somewhere. Um, yeah, apparently his was not an easy film for Lance Henderson to shoot. He had to buy his, his costume. He bought off of a waiter because this, the waiter was wearing an, an outfit that looked like a cop uniform. And he gave the guy 75 bucks for his clothes because the the film wouldn't pay for wardrobe. They just wanted him to wear his own clothes. Wow. Well, the, the and butt, Lance the... Hendrickson, being a consummate professional, <laughs> said nay. So The so budget it's... of this film was $145,000. So I wonder by well, like... It all went into the helicopter. According to, <laughs> according to, some, uh, to the stuff that I was reading... It was three hundred thousand. Oh, really? Well, it was supposed to be five hundred thousand. That was so. Pay I don't know. That I'm going off of I'm going off of IMDb, <laughs> and we all know how accurate they are all the time. Uh, very. <laughs> um, we we I do we do need to bring up uh, a little bit here the uh, the sun. Yeah. Because the sun is the dumbest kid on the face of the earth. Well, middle of the night, let's take a dinghy and then paddle out into nowhere fall asleep and then be shocked that we're lost in the middle of the to night. To take a dinghy to get some dinghy. Uh, yeah, I was... Uh, it's, I'm just saying. <laughs> listen, when you, were, when you were 17 years old, the idea... What did you do did, for the nookie? Did you... Did I was you, afraid of girls. <laughs> okay, when you were 25 years Fast old... Forward. I was afraid of girls. <laughs> How old are like, you now? Like... Like mm, jump, of girls. Jump, <laughs> jumping in a dinghy and floating off into the ocean, you Romantic. only had you only had one thing in mind. You're like, yeah, we'll figure out the rest later. I guess. You know what I mean? Pee I guess. In the vagina. There's, <laughs> there's shore, there's shore somewhere that. else. Uh, yeah, under the water. Apparently, according to the to the first couple in this movie, <laughs> it just doesn't work That's in true. a dinghy. That's true. No. Um, for him. His whole his whole side story was the the side story of the son was basically useless in this oh, entire yeah. movie. It was just filler. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. It was filler and it was an excuse to get a hot <clears throat> chick to well, like practically show her boobs. That was like <laughs> well, I'm, I'm serious, that's pretty much the yeah, entire yeah. point. Well, they, of, they couldn't even really like get much of a story on the other people and it's just they, like oh we're gonna go find this, him this movie didn't need the story for anybody else it really <laughs> didn't let's be honest here 
Um, it could have stuck to the 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 cop, the the Bradley Cooper interest, and you know the main the main lady. They could have with the very um, curly hair. So let's move out. Let's move away from the plot real quick because yep. I do want to talk about some other stuff. Um, the the one the one redeeming part of this movie was the score. I actually thought the score was pretty good. There are certain times when we were when we were watching it over. I'm listening to like for a super low budget, crappy flying fish movie. The the music's actually pretty good for this for this flick. Well, it's because they got someone who is really good at imitating John Williams style. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, outside of that that opening score, though, like, yeah. there's other there's other like like scores throughout sure. the movie we that I actually score? thought were really good. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't dude, for, for a for a film from 1981. It wasn't like it wasn't, it wasn't like mind blowing. It wasn't, but, but it also it wasn't super corny or anything. It no, actually no. served the film like, pretty yeah. well. It might have. It, it sounds. It almost sounds like the work of somebody who like is still trying to make a name for themselves. So even though this yeah. was like this kind of crappy movie, they really like took it seriously and tried to make something good. Um, also, the, the whoever, ex, I don't know if it was the exposure of the film or if it was the, or if it was the cinematographer or whatever, but the whites in this, in this film are washed so blown out, out and washed out. Yeah, it's, it's hard really to watch. Bad. There is, there was one scene in particular was completely out of focus. Yep. Like some of the coverage shots completely out of focus. It's, it, it's hard to watch at times because we're already watching it basically on a crappy VHS, uh, you know, uh, duh, uh, uh, transfer. Right. Right. Um, which usually for some movies that helps, this was not one of the kind of movies where right. a crappier VHS transfer helped at all. Um, the sound quality was fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, like if you listen to our intro again, it's like they have the sound of like the camera reel louder than the people's voices. Like there was no mixing. Everything it sounds like everything was done, but everything wasn't done on stage because everything was very clearly ADR'd. Yeah. In this movie, unless uh, unless not, the syncing was just. That's off the thing a is bit. like not every scene not every scene seemed to be ADR'd, and I'm I'm guessing it's because I think they did they they shot this in uh, Italy. Yeah, Rome. Was it? Rome. Rome. You have, so like, yeah, Italy. Italy. So they they shot it in uh, Italy. I'm yeah, guessing Italy. I'm guessing the ADR came mostly from the um, from the Italian actors. Yeah, uh, and that was really bad. Yeah, because uh, not every scene was ADR'd. Not every scene, but like a the American the American actors were never ADR'd. Well, in all fairness, <clears throat> Italian filmmakers are really really good at ADRing. Mm-hmm. Super good at it because they did it. They do it for their own films. Like they even if they're in their native language, mm. they ADR everything. Yeah. I don't know if they still do it, but that's how they used to do it. Like old, uh, like Italian uh, zombie films and like the big Italian like gore films that, sure. that were popular yeah. in the seventies. Fulci films. Everything like that, yeah. was ADR. Like mm-hmm. I said, even in their native language. Yeah. Because they just didn't record live sound, and they got really really good. Even <clears> when <throat> you were ADRing a different language over it, they would get really good at matching up the mouth to what the person was saying um so maybe maybe this is a weird not as good version of it i don't know but can i can i jump in here real quick just because i i wanted to know who did the the score and uh so i i I went to his imdb it's a guy named stelvio cipriani okay uh he was credited in this movie as steve powder Steve Powder. Steve Powder. For for Dude, all for all, for all us Americans. Uh he passed away in twenty eighteen, but he uh he's 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 got two hundred forty Holy crap. score wow. credits here. Anything of note? Um he started in nineteen sixty six. So by the time you actually get I'm I'm not even gonna count these because there's like way too many to count, but by the time you get to uh um Piranha two here, it's 
it's got to be close to 100 films oh, already. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's. So did he do anything so of note though, or was it all pretty much a What was Italian his like, last film? Um, his last film. Let me see. His last film was. This looks like maybe it's German. In der Folterkammer des des Barons. Oh, in Folterkammer des Barons. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like he did. I mean, obviously he's Italian, so he did a lot of. Uh, Probably a lot of Italian. That's German. that sounds German to me, but he did a lot of Italian <laughs> films. <laughs> Good, good job. Good he he is in the uh, he is in the soundtrack for Grindhouse, and Death Proof, oh. which is I mean Death okay. Proof is part of Grindhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Man from Uncle. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, the remake in 2015. Okay. Um. So yeah, it it looks like he was. It seems like he could have been one of those composers that like once a director found him and it was easy to work with that he may have kind of gotten grouped in with a lot of different people. Uh, maybe I can't go I mean, so far as to say that because it's credits though. Yeah, he's got yeah. It's, yeah, this is a dude stuff that, here. that just constantly worked. It. He's right. Probably he's probably one of those guys that didn't. You know, he wasn't like an elitist. You know, what I'm saying like right. he would just he would just guy like to work. Yeah. Um, I do have a question. There's a scene in the flick where there's a half-eaten guy that just walks out of the water and then collapses on the beach. Oh yeah. Who was that guy? Uh, he was... was so the the guard that was originally patrolling the beach when they knew that the that they were going to be coming didn't Lance Lance Henriksen's character told him to keep yeah. an eye on the keep beach, an eye right? on the beach because mm-hmm. that's the, like that was him they wanted to call yeah. off all okay. the beach activities like no we're still going to do the hunt and he's like all right so it was him because his radio you see his radio that he was communicating with on the ground and he was about to try to reach it and say something and then they pulled him back oh okay okay I must have missed that part okay um alright so Piranha 2 the spawning is it <laughs> does it deserve the reputation that it has one at a time one at a time um <clears throat> I'm not gonna go so would you say it was a 6% 6% on Rotten Tomatoes on Rotten Tomatoes and 11% audience view audience oh boy <laughs> I uh Honestly, like I had fun watching it, but it's also because that it's, for a lot, it's though. yeah, that to me especially like that like the entertainment value, especially when you sit down with a couple of buddies and a few beers. Well, James has... Cameron, James Cameron himself says this movie gets way better about halfway through when you're watching it at a drive-in with a six-pack or twelve-pack of beer. Exactly. So, and he's right, and he's hundred <laughs> percent right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like six and eleven percent. That's that's a little too low for me. I would say like a solid. Thirty-five percent. So maybe okay. I would I would give it like a I, on a scale from one to ten I'd give it like a, a three, uh, like a four. Okay, maybe a four. Five is average. Yeah, you and I have different scales. A five on, like, is you, average. No, you and I work the ten the ten point scale yeah, differently. There's only one way to work a ten. Jay, no, Jay really you're, you're the voice of reason here. How does the ten point scale work? Ten point scale: one the lowest, ten the highest. So <laughs> five it. Five, <laughs> five would be average. Five no, would be because the because five, I think five of, is the middle. I think about average. it. I think about it in terms of if you stretch uh, one to ten out, like to a like if you're if you're if you're taking it in terms of hundred points. Uh, like if yeah, like if you if you had ten questions on a test, each each question would be worth ten percent of the test, right? So if you got four right, you would only get a forty percent on that test, which means you failed. See, you're going, you're going on. The, yeah, see, I, I, that's not. That's how the way should, I do a ten point scale. That's not how it because I'm done. smart. No, no. You're yeah. Wrong. All right, <laughs> we're we're gonna put this out to all of our listeners actually right now. How do you treat the ten point scale? Are you with James or are you with me? Let us know. And if you agree with James, just 
don't answer. All right, so what do you, what do you have out of 10? <laughs> so he's automatically going to win. <laughs> so what do you have out of 10? I I think, uh, so if you want my opinion on the movie, I think the movie was fun. I, I like these kind of crappy, kind of lower budget, weird movies that nobody else likes. I like them. Yeah. Um, this movie, though, like I said, it was kind of boring at times. Like, it mm-hmm. really, the pacing of this movie, granted, we did watch the longer version, mm-hmm. but the pacing of this movie really made it suffer. Um does it does it does it earn a six percent? No, I would I would give it I'd give it around a thirty percent. I would say twenty five thirty percent um, on on like a Rotten Tomatoes type scale is what I would give it. So if I was on a one to ten five being average, I would probably give it like a two five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you just proved my point. No, if you said you would give it a twenty five to thirty percent, that would be a two point five to three out of ten. You I'm just... not saying that it didn't fail. It wasn't. It wasn't what I was saying. But five is to me five is is average. Like I, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have never lined up eye to eye. We on have this. not. That's, we have not. But I'm right. Anyway, John, what do you think? I think I'm going to be right around the three point five mark with it because the movie itself, you know, cinematography and all things considered, it. it I think it's about a genuine. 10% effort away from being a five, but they just didn't, like, they took the soundtrack what, out was, of certain parts. Was there cinematography in this movie? <laughs> I mean, there, there was a camera. There was, there was certain, I like, genuinely feel that there was certain things that could have they been They really done shot this movie. A, <laughs> a fraction in of a foot. percent different. <laughs> And it could have been a genuinely good movie. Like I, I, I guess, I guess on like when it really comes down to it, out of all the movies ever made out made about piranhas, this was one of them. <laughs> I agree. You know, We're this may out, have uh, been one of two of a series. Yeah, we, we could put out a <laughs> survey knows? for for the listeners. How did you think of this movie? Was yeah. it good or great? <laughs> Check your box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, inside jokes. All right. Um that's Piranha 2. That is Piranha so 2. We've the now spawning. done if you want to if you want to hear what we thought about the original Piranha, we actually did Piranha on a previous show. I don't remember what uh episode it was, but we did but we did do it. That must have been back before we would watch all the same movies. It might have been. It might have been pre I don't, I don't remember ever watching it in the past three years that we've been doing this almost. Well, I know, I, I know for sure I did. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure we did it for the show. I will... Oh, no. We watched... We, we watched uh We watched the Eli Roth remake. Was it Eli Roth? No. What the... What's Piranha Double uh, D, 3 Double D or whatever? Did we watch Piranha 3D? What is... Is that Eli, well, Eli Piranha, Roth? No, is no, that no, one it's of those po- documentaries? No, it's Piranha 3D and then Piranha 3 Double D. That was the sequel. Was one of those Eli Roth? No. What the hell's wrong with me? I don't know. Piranha like <laughs> I, I, we watched the Cabin Fever remake. I don't know what. Why do I though. feel like Eli Roth was? I got, uh, I got no, nothing for you. Yeah, dude. no, we watched the we watched the remake, whatever it was. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, fair enough. that's the one that we talked about. That on could the be show. a correction for next week because I don't know. Um, yeah. The one with uh, oh, it was not Eli Roth. Alexander. Alexander. Aha. Aha. Okay, so we yeah. did watch it. Okay. Aha. Yes. Aha. Aha. Yes, we did watch that one. Gotcha. And I actually, I, I enjoyed that movie. I thought it was fun. Lots of boobs. I, uh, yes, there were. But, well, the name of it is Piranha 3 Double D. <laughs> what would you expect from well, a movie it was like pl- that? It was Piranha 3D. Jay, but, you, uh, Jay, you didn't tell us. What did you think of the movie? 
I give it a, I give it a solid two and a half to three out of ten. There you go. I like your style. I like your style. <laughs> All right. So that is Piranha uh, Two: The Spawning. It is. It uh, is. I don't know. watch it. I don't it's know. on. Let it's, us... it's on YouTube. Watch it? it on YouTube. You're not going to get. We rented boots, it. But you can get it. We rented. We it. rented it for the extra five minutes extra, of credits, yeah. but. <laughs> But just watch it. Let us know what you thought. And uh, other than that, do we have the Wheel of we, Pizza we do. for we next do. week? All right. So for next week, we have... Oh, thank God. We've got the... There we go. Oh, <laughs> it's almost worse than Jimmy Tony. But I love Jimmy Tony. Hey, He's my come bar, on, man. I don't know, man. He's your cousin. Let's see here. We have Beer Picks the Movie. And we only have one of those on the list. So next week it is going to be Terror Tunes, The Perfection and American Satan. Oh, nice. So there we go. That's right, next cool. week's episode. I've been wanting to watch The Perfection yeah. anyway. A lot of I've people have been talking about it. a lot of crazy things so. about it. So yeah. we'll oh, see yeah. if it's as crazy as everybody says. Super crazy. Mm-hmm. All awesome. right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to find us on... some bugs, if you makes it crazy. Find us on... <laughs> Are you done? Are yeah, you finished? <laughs> if you, you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can find us on all major streaming sites. Clearly, you've already found us, so please tell a friend. And you, tell a friend to watch Piranha 2. <laughs> you can find John at DeepBlueSea.com. <laughs> on Instagram at DayPigeon. DayPigeon. If you want to find J-Raj. You can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording. And also check out www.OceanRecordingStudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Like music to my ears. John's uh, Instagram handle is totally for the birds. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so play on Nighthawk. Oh. Nice. All right. Well, uh, hey. Boys, it was fun. Salute. See you next week. Adios. Prost. Cheers. Try to have a good night.